You're listening to the Scottish Football Forums podcast, the home of Scottish football banter. Hi, welcome to the latest episode of Scottish Football Forums podcast. We're at season 13, episode 30. We've got a treat in store. We have the second ever podcast edition of the Quiz of the Year. And unfortunately, though, we don't have the defending champions. Josh, you might remember. Remember that was the two Scots that won before? Uh, aye, but that was a set. That was a setup. so it was. I mean, they're no back on the defender title. They obviously know that there's some strong teams here under pressure. A bit like Celtic just now with Rangers. Um, I've got, I've got faith. I've got faith in my partner this year. You got faith in your partner, I. I mean, you were complaining about your partner before, Josh. Uh, but you've got. You're saying you got an upgrade here. Well, I, I do, and I've said it on the pod umpteen times. There was a fucking music round. The guy I get partnered was was with a head fucking songwriter, a fucking a band, and he didn't even fucking know any answers to the music round. <laughs> Zero. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, we'll see what happens tonight with the music round. Uh, but yeah, Josh, your partner is Charlie. How you doing, Charlie? You good? I'm all right, mate. Are yourself? Aye, I'm all right. Aye. Um, Perry is all set for us. You've given me your team name already in advance. Uh, apologies to anyone who might be offended by this, but really just one person, uh, Brandon Barker's Herling. So that's your team name that you've gone for. Um, so next up we have Laurie. How are you? Good, thank you very much, John. I'm absolutely great and I've always had a pretty good Christmas. Aye, you're one of these people that's getting a misfortune to not have just be like celebrating Christmas, but then your birthday's what, the day after? Aye, that's right. So I'm a Boxing Day birthday, so yeah. Did you get double the presents then? I would admit I'm spoiled rotten. I did, to be fair, I did uh, my twin sister as well. So I would admit, my, you know, parents and, you know, friends and family must think it's horrendous, you know, buying Christmas and then birthday a day later. It must be must be horrendous for them, but, but we like it. Aye, good for you, aye. Um, and then you're partnered by Andrew. How are you doing? I'm very well, John, yourself? Aye, all good, all good. Um, so you pair have chosen to go for the Ersher Arabs, is that right? That what we're going for? Spot yeah. on, yeah. Right, okay, like it. Uh, and finally, we have Danny, how are you doing? I'm alright, John. Our gents, compliments of the season to everyone. Aye, thank you very much. Still plenty of time to go for some of us. Um, I think someone said they're at work tomorrow, but uh, some of us have got some time off, thankfully. Uh, and we've got a deputant on the podcast. Anna, how are you doing? You good? I'm good, Paul. How are you? Aye, all good. Good to have you on. Um, I know Thank we're going to maybe until like, actually some football stuff to talk about, but I thought, quiz, get you on, get to know some people, uh, have a bit of fun. And you guys have just gone for a straight forward mixture of your names, Dan Arts. Nice and easy. <laughs> um, Aye, exactly. We'll know repeat what Josh's potential team name was, because um, it was far too long and it was uh, very rude, unless you like a look inside. Um, so, we are going to have eight rounds, okay? Five questions in each round, and I do have a tiebreaker just in case um, there's any any ties at the end, okay? So I'm going to use my phone for the quiz, uh, and it's five questions each round, as I say. So the first round we will go for is Euro 2024 based, okay? Tuesday. So collaborate together, as I say, in your teams, and then what to do is one of you send your answers to me. Uh, and then we'll kind of have our kind of you laugh with some of the questions right as well. So, first up, Euro 2024 final is going to take place in Berlin. 
But what cities are the semi-finals in? Hmm. Yeah, and then once you've got an answer between you as a team, just like one of you do a thumbs up or something like that. Whether it's a, a virtual or a real one. I feel like I'm at work here, I like with the types of quizzes. But uh, I will go for that. How many of you are going to the Euros? I'm... Yeah, I've got tickets for two of the games. Um, which Scotland is good, games? But, yeah, but I've no flights or accommodation yet. I worry about these things later. I'm hoping. Don't, don't worry about those small details. Exactly. <laughs> all, I, all I know is I'm going to get there. Um, so. uh, uh, I've, got, uh, I've got all three group games out there for 12 days. Um, four, four nights in each of the three, uh, three cities. Um, but it's cost us a Absolute arm and a leg. Like I can't even. John knows how much it's cost me, man. And it's 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 no good. I've had to take serious action. <laughs> it's like no caption for you, actually, isn't it? No, no pension when I'm sixty either. <laughs> uh, I was going to say as well. See what to do. Is send me the answers as a group of five. And also, I sent me one already. Like just to be easier. Um, so. Thumbs if you've all got an answer, thumbs up or whatever. Yep, right, all three teams, right, I think. Yep. Okay. Um so second question, what was the name of the building that the Euro twenty twenty four draw took place in? Fucking hell, John. <laughs> <laughs> I was too busy with sixteen tabs on Skyscanner to, to pay attention to that. <laughs> uh, uh, oh. John Quilly wasn't he as he didn't because travel, but uh... I could give you a clue. I could, I could give you a clue. It's a kind of clue, but only if you know what we know. I was there in October. Oh, aye. That might give you a wee clue. I think I, I think I've got the city, but I don't, I'm not going to build. Aye, I went to building. Hmm. Oh, I know. I right. Okay. I sorry. I'm getting mixed up here. <clears throat> I'm getting mixed up. Uh, John, again, I'm thinking of the the other trip you went on last year. The other trip. Oh no, uh, that was the year before. It was in Amsterdam. Um, year before. You're thinking. So um, again, like once you've got an answer, here's a some kind of thumbs up or we are knowing you've got an answer. And obviously play a lot at home. There's plenty of plenty of gaps here for you to play along. See if you can beat yeah. these guys. Uh, right, so Dana, do you reckon you've got an answer between you? I think so, aye. I think so. Um Yersher Adams. Think you've got an answer? Laurie's got a city and I think he's right in that, but I'm just going to go for the town hall in that city unless Laurie's got any better <laughs> suggestion, right? Because uh, I have no idea. No, no idea. I remember... I remember I looking at the building and thinking it looked quite weird, but I don't remember the name of the building or what it is. Uh, so go for the town hall, Andrew. Yeah, let's um, go to town hall. John, do you want this in its Germanic form? Or will an anglicised bastardisation <laughs> big? Session. I'd be fine. Whatever, I'll take it and then we'll Take talk. a hike. Take a hike. <laughs> <laughs> so, Josh and Charlie, you reckon you've got an answer between you? We didn't have an answer. We've got a funny answer, but not the right, right. one. 
That'll do, that'll do. Right. <laughs> Third question is, in Euro 2024 qualifying, who was the only team to win every game? Ooh. 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 Game. Back in the game, Laurie. Yep. Back in the game. I, I could see Andrew coming up with an answer straight away as soon as I. I just because just because I'd been sitting there depressed at first, you thinking, "Fuck, I'm in a bit of trouble here." But. <laughs> so my po- I'm a nine pointer. So my plan. So I I didn't get a ticket. I could have paid six hundred euro, but I decided against it because it'd been by myself. But my yeah. slight thought process for years and it's high risk because I could go out with my pals for the group stage but not go to the games or I could hold off and I reckon that Evan like Josh will have run out of money and holidays by the time the last 16 comes and potentially then it might come down the SSC waterfall so I'm wondering if that's the best play for the lower pointers in the SSC bank on the last 16 game um, my boy he is booked up with his mates what his mates are teach us to rock without until after the, the group stages Yeah, but they booked up for Berlin and potentially Scotland could be playing on Berlin in the second round, so they might have done quite well booking there. But we'll show. I think that's, prob- that's probably a good shout. Um, it's definitely a good shout that I'm going to be out of money uh, come the the twenty fourth <laughs> of uh, so. So and and do you know <clears throat> originally we did talk about well could we plan for like the eventuality that we get out of the group, but after we we realised how much the trip because the inflated prices of digs during that period is going to cost mm. us, we're like, no, not possible. Um, so is that, that, for that aspect, it's a bit disappointing because I would like to be able to go to the, um, if we did get to the last 16, but we'll see. Uh, you never know, I might win Clyde 1, make me a winner uh, between now and then. So. What about these things later, aren't it? Yeah, I'm eh? sure you find a way, by a crook, you'd find, you'd find a way. I usually do, to be fair. What's that, Laurie? Just as long as Josh answers his phone with five rings, and I'll always remember to say, make me a winner. <laughs> I've yet, but I've, I've not even won SFF podcast, make me a winner yet, Laurie. So. <laughs> There'll be no money involved in that. You'd never get a pair of skateboards or something like that. Aye, a, f- a thank you card and a slap in the arse for you, John. Aye, you'd enjoy it too much, that. Um, you'd be coming back. You could do a lot worse. Yeah. Um, so he's all got an answer you reckon for that one I right okay uh, next question how many goals did Kylian Mbappe score in qualifying millions millions and millions <laughs> how much did they beat uh, Gibraltar by in that game at the end it's like 14 no I don't know how many he scored I was going to go for Haaland but I thought I'd go for someone that's actually going to the tournament I've said that as if like Haaland's listening, like as if it's like a get up. I listen to that. Give you that talk. Come on. I mean, all you have to do is come up with a number. So uh, even if you don't know, you can just have a guess. Got it. Right. So oh, do you reckon you've all got an answer? Mm-hmm. All right. Right. Okay. Right. The last question. Um, what? Th- Three easy teams did England get in their group for Euro 2024? Only three. Hmm. In the qualifying group? No, in the actual Euro 2024. So, in Germany, what uh, are the teams in their group? I remember listening to it on the radio as well. 
there was I listened the the draw was on the night my English club defeated Man United one 0 and I heard it on the radio and now I cannot remember. Ah oh, man. Basically, I mean, the general rule of thumb is think of the, the easiest teams that are in the tournament and they'll probably be, be, be involved. Do you know, um, Charlie, you've just jog, you've jogged my memory there. I was I, I couldn't remember myself. Um, I, that group's... I mean, come on. Come on. Yeah, I mean, it, it, see, when that was drawn... There was a mo- there was a part of my soul that just w- when I looked at our group, which I think is quite difficult. It's it's our, the thing is about our group is it's really competitive, you know. But in a way, is that maybe better? The fact that anyone could finish anyway. Or that's what I feel about our group. I'd rather be putting a group with three diddies, mate. You know what I mean? <laughs> Even though I'm saying about diddies being in the tournament, but I, I just need diddies. Aye, definitely. So. That's the end of the first round. So once you've got your answers, one of you is sending them over to me. Uh, I'll kind of check them over and then you can discuss what you think is your club's best moment of the year. Uh, I mean, Charlie and Anas might be arguing with this one. I mean, Anas <laughs> last night. Um, we're recording this the day after the, the Edinburgh Derby. So. There, was there a, a game involving Hibs last night, mate? I can't mind. <laughs> I, I don't remember either, believe it or not. <laughs> Charlie, were you wishing you could have like, not just a spare ticket, but also your own ticket? No, no, I, I'm home and away, mate. I, I didn't really care. But uh, I, I wish I'd got rid of mine last night, because that was bad. I mean, I don't know what you guys thought of the game overall. Like, I know folk have been worried about the end of the Derby not winning TV. It was a lot of complaints. I don't think it was particularly a bad game. I just think final third. It was a very, it was nerve-wracking and you can tell the players were quite nervous. Nobody wanted to do anything out of the ordinary until uh, Lawrence Shanklin scored the winner. Um, it's it, it's a, and, and obviously the two penalty misses were just, you know, one would have been, you know, headline-worthy enough, but, but two was just <laughs> off the scale, frankly. So, um, yeah, it, it's just what it was. It wasn't the most... It wasn't the most like the footballing wise. The quality probably wasn't the best on anybody's part, but but yeah, certainly it was nervy. It was nervy until Shankland uh, scored the winner, and and uh, yeah, that's probably how it was really. To be honest, what do you reckon? Uh, come January, Anas, do you reckon Shankland? Um, I mean, I mean, will have his head turned? You know, we've talked in this pod about the fact he's a Rangers fan. He's got eighteen months left. You know, it it. it to me, he kind of see, comes across the type of boy that probably might get his head turned a wee bit by the, by the offer because he's probably got one big move left in his career in terms of going. It, it doesn't necessarily have to be Rangers, but I mean, any club. Do you think Hearts will, will throw hammer and tongs at it to, to get a bumper deal to him? Or? I don't think they'll have any choice but to, but I think personally I'm mentally preparing myself for life without him because... He's just been on seriously good form and obviously he's making the headlines. Half of me says he might move on to somewhere else to, 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 to have that one last big move, as you say. But half of me at the same time also says he might stay on because obviously he's, he's very happy at heart. The fans love him. Uh, he's scoring. 
but also because I think in the short term, with 18 months left on his contract, he'll want to make absolutely sure he's going to the Euros with Scotland. So I think the easiest option in that situation is to stay with us, keep scoring the goals and then get his place in the Euros. And then perhaps we'll have to emotionally say goodbye to him in the summer, probably, where he moves on. And hopefully we get a nice fee for him. And and I suppose I'm also, last night when I was thinking about this, I was, I was thinking about Harry Kane and Tottenham because obviously... Uh, Harry Kane left Tottenham last year. Uh, sorry, no, not last year. Earlier this year, we're still in 2023. But um, bizarrely, it's worked well for Spurs and it's worked well for Harry Kane. So perhaps maybe it might work well for Shanks and it might what might work well for us if we can yield two strikers out of it and actually get the rest of the team actually scoring more goals. So it, 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 I don't think it's going to be the end of the world um, if he does go, but it'll be sad. It'll be sad because he's, he's, he's created some amazing memories with us So uh, and he's been absolutely fantastic. So well, I think we've... I, I know some Hearts fans will not be ready for him to go, but I'm kind of mentally preparing for the fact he might not be with us forever So uh, uh, in the short term. So uh, it'll be sad if he goes, but he's been brilliant. He's been terrific. Um. Right, aye. Decent assessment there. Um, and obviously Rangers are saying Fabio Silva and Lone today, so maybe Shagman won't go there. Unless... Aye. The thing is, um, Philip Clomont, he'll, he'll have had his own ideas about who he wants to bring. So, I mean, maybe Shanklin's not been necessarily on his horizon. He's, perhaps he's he's got other ideas up his sleeve. And you've got to also take into fact, he's, he's been a manager on the continent as well, so he'll, he'll know names that we will not immediately think of up here in Scotland. So... Uh, Let's see what the next few weeks brings. I wonder if he's also, I mean, just just from a from a Rangers perspective, I wonder if he's also thinking about the fact that Fabio Silva's coming in on a loan. We have a player in um, Danilo who who will be back eventually, and then we've got Dessels who actually, you know, having watched him a number of times over the past couple of weeks, is actually hitting about a good form, shockingly. Um, and you're thinking, I wonder if the board and, and the kind of director of football. Are, are, are thinking, you know, because Hearts are going to want three, four million from, you know, Aye. and, and they're, they're probably weighing up, you know, do you think we could get by with, with the one kind of striker in on loan for the second half of the season? I think there might be an element of that involved in all. Aye, yeah, that's it. And, and Hearts are not exactly going to just, uh, you know, you walk away without a, a, a constructive fight in terms of getting a good fee for Shanklin. So, I mean, you know, there's that round of negotiations potentially up on the horizon. So it's not as straightforward as some might subconsciously illustrate. So it, it, it it's going to be interesting to hear the next few weeks pan out. Um, but I'm hopeful he'll stay, Shanks will stay until the end of the season at least, and then we'll see what uh, the rest brings. Um, right, I've all got your. I've got your answers, everyone. So I'll give you the answers of the questions, and then I'll kind of give you an idea what your um, scores are like. So the first question, I think he's all got this right. Dortmund and Munich are the two cities for the semi-finals. So that was a, a good start uh, for some teams. That was about as good as it gets. Um, so no one get this one right. Um, there was some interesting answers. The name of the building for Euro 2024 draw was at Elb for money. Um, so, very nice building, very nice place, but yeah, no one got it. Shizen House was not even cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the town hall was a good stab at the dark. It was like, I know a bad guess, but no, unfortunately not. Um, in terms of which team won all their games in Euro 2024 qualifying, it was Ronaldo's team, Portugal. 
Which so one of you got that right? Uh, Arthur Arabs, you guys got that right. Not bad, not bad. Uh, how many goals did Mbappe score in qualifying? It was nine. So again, the only people that got that were on the Arthur Arabs. That's a lucky stab. That's what it's all about. Some of these questions, it's just a lucky stab. Um, what three teams did England get in the draw? So Serbia, Denmark, and Slovenia. Um, so two teams get that correct. So at the moment, Danas is on a solitary point. So it started well, as I say, but since then went 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 a bit downhill. Uh, Brandon Barker's hairline is on two points, and the other Arabs are on four. So I could start for them, right? So the second round is going to be on entertainment. Oh, sorry, right, John, on, on, man. <laughs> John, can I just interrupt you there? Yes. Before we start, can I just point out that the um, one English person on this podcast made a total and utter horlicks of that final question. <laughs> I mean, admittedly, I'm going over to Germany to support Scotland, but one of my answers, because I just couldn't think of countries, and Anna, I couldn't, couldn't either. So one of my answers was playoff winner B. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> <laughs> um, it was a... It, it's a decent attempt. Um, by entertainment, so we'll see how we get on with that. Who reckons I could have entertainment? This is where I come me. alive, boy. This is where, where I go to sleep. Are you okay? Well, at least you've got a good part of it, Charlie, if you don't really bother. <laughs> Unless, to be fair, John, I've been in a few of your quizzes before, right? And some of your questions are honking. I mean, that for, fucking man about shies in the house, that's not a good start. <laughs> <laughs> you can't make them all easy, right? You need to have a bit of a. What was, it, what was the name of that building again? The El Famoni. I mean, come on, Who's going to know that? It was like, it was big news that it was going to be there. Maybe I just took particular notice because I'd been there like two months ago. Uh, you're a culture vulture. Right, <laughs> um, right entertainment. Um, but again, five questions. So, first question. And this might depend where you watch the programme, to be fair. Who plays Alan in Two Doors Down? Hmm. So, if you've watched Two Doors Down, you should know the answer. But if you've no heard of it, then you'll be struggling. Then you're just having a guess. So, who's watched Two Doors Down? Love it, man. Danny, did you say you watched? Oh yes, watched it. This is why I come into my own on a football for a football podcast. To come in on a football podcast quiz, (laughs) (laughs) just ignore all that. So neither Laurie or I watch it, so we may be struggling and giving up some of our points in this round. It'll just have to be the music answer from years on. It's uh, Drew McIntyre. Right, perfect. I'll go with that. <laughs> <laughs> cheers, Josh. Looking out for me. Yeah, cheers. Uh, <laughs> so, much as you guys are struggling, Ayrshire Arabs, have you got an answer anyway? Well, we'll, we'll go with Drew McIntyre on the basis I have nothing else to go with. <laughs> <laughs> unless, unless Laurie's got any other suggestions. <laughs> no, not, not at all. We'll, we'll, we'll go with Drew because he's, he's at least throwing Ayrshire. Multi, right? multi, yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> Multi-talented. I mean, it wasn't the worst clue, to be fair. Um, right, okay, next question. Um, Vigil, so the drama Vigil recently returned for season two. Who are the two actresses who play the main parts in the show? Oh, 
actually met someone from this first series in town the other night. You know that way you like there's someone that's like a kind of celebrity and you're like, is it them? Is it not them? But my mate like was totally like we were out for dinner. You know if people like have their dinner and you look at what they're having. He was like pretty much on the table going, oh that dessert looks really good. So she gave him a bit of, bit of churros to try. I was like, oh. But it wasn't one of the main stars. Yeah. Again, like once you've got an answer, I'll let me know and then I'll be wanting that question. But watched it. Not watched it. Yep. Yep. Um, I, it's the uh, this is the TV show that was heavily marketed uh, around the fact Martin Comston was going to be the big star of it. It was dead within five minutes of the first episode. <laughs> In the first series, uh, he still did all feature because he kind of came back from the like, you know, flashbacks, all that type of thing. But I, um, so ready for question three? Okay, um, the game show The Traitors returns in January for its second series. Who is the presenter of The Traitors? Mm. If you know, watch the sub first series, I do recommend the second one because it was very good. First series, again, once you've got an answer, can I let me know and then I'll move on to the next question? Yep, uh, yes, Adam, you got an answer, right? Laurie's got us back in the game, yeah. it's going to have a sore back in this one. Okay, <laughs> did you watch it, Laurie, then the first series? Yeah, I've, I've heard about it. I've not actually watched yeah, right. it, but I've heard about it, and I, I feel like I should watch it because I've, I've heard it's pretty decent. Some, there's some sort of joke here about Greenock Morton fans and Ray McKinnon. <laughs> right. So I tested some of these questions out in the message, right? And I asked this question, and she reckons I should give a clue by naming the film, but I'm not sure. So. Who won the Best Actress Award at the Oscars in 2023? <laughs> so if you want, I can name the film because I do see some blank faces. Uh, name the film. Right. So the film was everything, everywhere, all at once. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it. And oh, it's, good. it's bizarre, but it's good. Oh, the clue hasn't helped. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon I must have watched it maybe about January last year I think I think it kind of was on one of the streaming platforms just after Christmas ah uh, yeah it's a class film brilliant we guy for we guy for Temple of Doom innit yes sure I was at the film I was at the film, if we say that, film theatre. I was at the Glasgow Film Theatre earlier, seeing Priscilla about Elvis Presley's wife. Decent. It was, good. All right. it was all right. Aye. Aye. But, uh, well, is Elvis in it, like? Or? Aye, aye. So who, who's, playing El- who's playing Elvis then? No one I knew, no one I tell of. All oh, right, so it wasn't, a, it's, not, it's not that kind of big budget a, of film. It wasn't a patch on the actual Elvis film, hmm. but it was a different take on it. It's obviously her story. Um, so you've all got an answer, and then I'll move on to the last question yep. for the entertainment round. Right, okay. Who plays Neville Parker 
in the series Death in Paradise. And then once you get your answer, send me them. And what do you all reckon was the best film that you've seen this year? Saw so Willy Wonka last night. I took my niece and nephew to see Willy uh, to see Wonka. Good? And do you know what? Thoroughly enjoyed it. Who was who's uh, who's Wonka in it? Uh, Timothy Chalamet. I'm not sure if I know who that is. He's no Gene Wilder. You do. You do know Timothy Chalamet. He's yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's fucking. He's the biggest thing on right now. He's in. <laughs> He was in Dune. He stars in Dune. You seen the Dune? First part of Dune, no? no. Um, oh, loads of films. Loads Call of Me films. By Your Name. I mean, Hunter's like, he's, he's yeah, a big yeah. thing right now. Um, I'd probably say best film I've seen this year is Killers of the Flower Moon. Not seen it yet. I, I, I thought it was absolutely brilliant, but I'm mad about Martin Scorsese, so I don't think... Brandon Fraser. That was good. The whale? Yeah. It's pretty it last year. What, at the start of you? I see that. Is it? No. I've got a Martin Scorsese story. Have you? Yeah. I was in the trades in Dundee a couple of weeks back and there was an old fellow who looked exactly like Martin Scorsese in there. Is that the story? Is I, that it? That's <laughs> the story, yeah. <laughs> 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 That was the day you know, uh, Man United played Everton and Garnacho scored the overhead kick and I missed it because I was too distracted looking at this old fellow who looked exactly <laughs> like Martin Scorsese. Danny, that is fucking hilarious, ringer. man. That is hilarious. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, i seen Martin Scorsese kicking about in Dundee. No, no. Well, he might have been. I don't know. If he could put on a good Scottish accent and order a pint of, um, pint of Kelly Best, then yeah, it might have been. Um, so I don't think I've got oh, no, I've got answers from one set of people. Uh... <laughs> uh... Cocaine beer, pretty good, I know, John. Seen oh, that, aye, that was good. That. Cocaine beer was pretty good, pretty ridiculous. You know, kind of escapist, uh, violent, really violent. Uh, past lives. Don't know if you've seen that. Oh, mate, I've been gagging to see that. I, I, I didn't manage to see it, though. Did you see it at the GFT, aye? Yeah, yeah. It was very good. Aye. And there was one other, the Old Oak, uh, Ken Lochville. Mm, aye, I've seen that. I've not seen it, but um, I want to. Um, so I've got answers so far from the Irish and Arabs, but I'm waiting for answers from the rest yeah, of years. Yeah, yeah, it's coming, it's coming. So just have um, mine now, John. What's that? You should have mine and Anas's now. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> Went to see um, It's a Wonderful Life at the GFT on Christmas Eve's Eve. Um, they're brilliant, like obviously brilliant. Everybody in the, everybody in the cinema was great and all that, and uh, at the end and all that. But then everybody started everybody started applauding at the end of the film. No, it was like I, I don't know. It was kind of it felt a wee bit like it felt a wee bit like kind of forced you know what I mean like aye it's brilliant 
you know, we all think it's brilliant. It's like a brilliant ending and it's really happy and all that. And but everybody was like, what was fucking whistling in that? Like, do you know that? <laughs> or that? And I'm like, it's like folk that like clap when the plane lands. Like, yeah. I, I mean, I do that. I do that just to embarrass everybody. Just embarrass. I'm you doing that. Right. Okay. I've got the answers in from all of you. One team has got a full five out of five. Um, and another team has got one. So I'll give the answers first of all, and then I'll tell you who's who. Right. Danas. Uh, aye, I'll give the answers. Right. First answer is Gredo. So Gredo plays at Allen and two doors down. Um, second one in terms of vigil is Saran Jones and Rose Leslie. Uh, third one is Big Claudia Winkle and her lovely hair. That was the answer from somebody. She does have very nice hair. <laughs> um, fourth one was Michelle Yo. And the last one is Ralph Little. So, Dad asked got three out of five. Um, the Danny. Actually, the Arabs decided basically they got one answer and they decided just to go for Drew McIntyre for every other answer, pretty much. <laughs> maybe it would be correct once. Um, so I see where you're going with Grado as well now, but yeah, way over my head, unfortunately. Um, it was interesting because I was looking up earlier, I was trying to say which character will I go for, for from the two rows down. And actually, on IMDb, it's got Grado's real name. I didn't know what his real name was Graham Steveley. Like, but I didn't know prior to it. For that, I might be in a pub quiz tomorrow. And I, Brandon. Barker's hairline get five out of five. So well done to them. Um right, what we got? Next round is going to be on right, okay, it's loosely based on group A, as in it features questions involving Switzerland, Hungary, and Germany. Okay. Okay. Um she might have a chance, right? Okay. What is the capital of Switzerland? Uh, this is going to be a fucking trick question, isn't it? Only a trick if you don't know it. When I tested it, everyone got it right, by the way. This answer. I don't know if I would have got it right if I hadn't come up with a question, I'll be honest. Who did you test it on? Uh, I tested it on Blaisdell. Oh, right. Well, he'd have got every answer anyway. Chris. Uh, he'd have been, the, the, he'd have been the same. And the missus. They've got my, my guinea pigs, the missus. Oh, your missus is dead smart. Uh, though. Could you know I chucked a couple of, mun- a couple of numpties in there? I could have got a whole I feel like I've been in Scott McGill. Right, so you saw it. I got an answer for that one, I. Right, okay. Question two uh, What colours are the Hungary flag? Do you need them in the specific order they appear on the flag? Just just the colours. Good. Not a problem, son. So, I'm pretty sure I went. I was in Jamaica and they told me that the Jamaican flag is the only flag in the world that does not have either red, white or blue in it. 
Wow. Really? What? Uh, all right, aye. Really? Why? Red, white, or blue? Aye. Try to think, man, of different flags. I try... There must be some obscure Pacific Island, you know, tiny Africa. That can't be. Because they've all been colonized and they've got hey, oh, like, well, jacks <laughs> in the corner. Brazil? Blue. 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 Apologies to any Brazilian listeners for yeah, describing the writing on your flag is that. Oh, <laughs> one of two countries. One of two countries. All right. Uh, who's the other one? That's the one of the questions, is it? Uh, Mauritiana. Oh, oh, Mauritiana. That was on the tip of my tongue as well. <laughs> what do you mean, I've heard of it? Was know, See, that's how we actually like a proper organised quiz. These, this, this stuff will come in handy. It'll be golden. Yep, yep, yep. So I'm assuming you've all got an answer for that. Right. Third question. And I thought if I asked for a top scorer, it was too easy. So, who is Germany's third all-time top scorer? Third all-time. I felt the top two were too easy. So, you, uh, just for fun, you could all say who do you think the top scorer is? Closer. Yeah. And who do you think yeah. the second top scorer is? Good, more. Yeah. Okay, so, but I'm not asking for you them. So, third you, place. Third. but is that right? Are they right? Are we getting that info? Oh, right, okay. Yes, yeah, so I'm giving. I'm giving that info. So, once you've all got an answer, can let me know when I move on to the next question in this set of questions. Think you've all got an answer, possibly. Yeah. Yeah. Is that a thumbs up from Danny? Yes, sir, Adam. Second, you've got an answer. Hey, I'm not. Well, we we can put something down by the end of the round. Yeah. Or he's. Mm. I'm not sure. If... Okay. Um. Apart from Bayern Munich and Borussia Dortmund, who was the last team to win the Bundesliga? So sorry. Can you repeat that again? I sure. So apart from Bayern Munich. And Borussia Dortmund, who was the last team to win the Bundesliga? Cheers. Right, that's an interesting one to think about. See the the question before is it only is it only the whole of Germany, or are you counting players that played for West and East Germany? And I'm hoping by answering that that you're going to you're going to give. <laughs> I'm thinking Klinsmann, but Klinsmann would have played for West Germany basically, just cards on the tail there. Um, so, I it's uh, it's when I was like when I was putting this quiz together, I was conscious of the fact that Laurie is right. Like, so it's not Klinsman. Fine, fine. Oh, like yeah. that's fine. Let's go back, Laurie. I mean, what age are you already? So nineteen. You're nineteen. You don't even <laughs> yeah. Is it literally just turned nineteen? You, for, you don't oh, even I... remember Klinsman as a manager. Never mind Klinsman as a player. Then <laughs> I, I not not really because I remember uh, a few months ago. I think it was. Kelly against Celtic, or maybe earlier in the year. Kelly against Celtic towards the end of last season. Uh, Jürgen Klinsmann was was at Rugby Park, and 
And then it wasn't me, but someone who I who I sit near at Kelly Games uh, didn't actually know at all who Jürgen Klinsmann was. This person is about the same age as me. I I just about remember him being, I think it was the manager of the USA, I think. Yeah. What is it? The manager of Korea, South Korea, I should say. Yeah. Hmm. Um, so again, have you all got an answer you reckon? Yeah, right, okay. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Last question in this round and then send me your answers. What well-known soft drink originated in Germany in 1940. Very unfortunate. Quite, quite, quite dark roots for that particular product page. <laughs> uh, 1940. Don't know if you've got a school in on a um on a count on a on a council estate in a um West Lancashire seaside town that will remain nameless, but uh, everyone thought it's biggest landmark was on fire today. <laughs> <laughs> really, really, really <laughs> <fun>. <laughs> The fifth one was tough. We were just kind of trying to thinking, thinking of like Nazi sounding drinks. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like what what drink what drink most sounds most sounds yeah. like a Nazi? Yeah. You know. Um. So aye. <laughs> I. I can see but then your answer there. I like um, how that goes. Okay. So I've got your answers, um, Josh and Charlie. Oh, sorry, Brandon Mark, just, line. We've yeah. sent ours as well. Right, okay. I can't really picture Hitler with a, a cannabis particular soft drink, but we were struggling there. No, not really, but just an uh, uneducated guess, shall we yeah. say. Do you think maybe he was with a Bex drinker? Yeah. But Bex is an awful lager. Like, it's one of those, I don't know, maybe I've had an age, but like, I remember being one of the beers you would get as like an underager. Um, and even then it didn't did taste good um, so yeah I've got um, Anna, Dan Assey's answers and let me just check there we go right okay um, so he's all got the first question right Bern is the capital city of Switzerland. Nice um, one. He's all got the Hungary flag, red, white, and green. Um, let me just check. Third answer was Podolsky. Oh, no. Oh, 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 
Sarah was our hammer. That was a good one there, I'd shout. Um, fourth answer. And let me just check. Yeah, two teams got it right. Wilkesburg. Interesting yes. fact. It's the only time they've ever won it in their history. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Was their it, manager not called Wolfgang Wolf or something like that as well? <laughs> Is that think whether Deco played for at that point, maybe? Or whether it was too long ago? It was 20, I think it was 2008, 2009. Was that, John, was yeah, that when they had, mind they had Diego, CW Brazilian guy? Aye, aye. And who else did they have? They were fucking class about that time. Um, well, I was trying to think whether Deco might have played. Is that too long for Deco to play there? Maybe. Marco Ma- Marco Marin just broke through that oh. year as well. Uh, he'd have been quite young at that point, eh? Um, so that. And last up, and I don't think any of you got it right, but the best answer was Dr. Pepper from George and Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> and thinking like a, a good name. It's actually Fanta. Mm-hmm. Fanta? Fuck's sake. Um, I, would, I wouldn't have thought that was German. Chris <laughs> and um, John both got it. And like Chris got it like... Really, like immediately, but he does a lot of crazy. Does come he? Up at some point, he got Fanta. Uh, Fanta. Surely, I mean, Doctor Pepper. That sounds like one of these <laughs> kind of guys that you hear about at the Nuremberg trials. You know? <laughs> <laughs> um, so in that round, uh, the Ayrshire Arabs got two points. Brandon Barker's Helen got three, and Dan asked got four. So Dan Ashley can prove every round, like which is good. Um, so. Right, just saying. Right, let me just check the fourth round. Right, okay, this is on women's football. Okay, perfect. So we'll see how it goes. Who are the defending champions of the English Women's League? Oh, when you say the English Women's League, is that the WSL? Aye, aye. That's all I'm aware of. Like, I don't know if maybe that's a different one, but aye, the top fight, the top fight, aye. I, I watch Newcastle's uh, women's team and they're in the third tier, but they're trying to get to the WSL in a couple of years. So, uh... Wait, that's it so, um, I think you look like you've all got an answer to that one, so I'll move on to the second question. Um, what club does Scotland captain Rachel Corsi play for? Laurie, you're looking no, un, a wee bit unsure, but maybe. Yeah, for, uh, a bit unsure. I think, I think, I think Andrew might have, might have led us in the, in, in the right path, but that's okay. that's all I'll say. Um, right. So, uh, move on to the third question in this round. Who is Hearts Women's head coach? And she has been on the podcast before. She's been on mine as well. Um, she was on along with the Hibs manager at the time. Did a wee preview, which was pretty good. (coughs) 
Um, and then he's got all got an answer maybe for that one, you reckon? Well done. Uh, yeah, Laurie's got one. Well done, Anna. I'm pretty sure your team will have an answer. I'll just be pretty sure. I think I'm thinking. <laughs> um, right, okay. This one. So, Spain beat England win the World Cup final. But who did they beat in the semi-final? Who did Spain or England beat in the semi? Who did Spain beat? Basically, who did Spain beat in the semi to, to get through? I just like saying that Spain, Spain beat England in the final. Like, We'll have no funny kisses on the podcast tonight. When like the winners win the on the podium. I don't know, mate. Um if you want I could come down to your house and we could Well, I suppose I've already given you a slap on the bear bum, so like what what do you prefer? Yes. Like for that both? The bear bum and yes. the kiss? Yes, I'll be yeah. contacting the SFFHR department. They're out of office at the moment. Um, you've all got an answer? Right, okay, and the last question in the women's round is, who is Scotland's most capped female player? Oh my God, I know this, but I can't think of a name. Yes. Right, you've got the name now. Does it come to you? I think so. <laughs> I hope so. Um... I was going. Uh, no, nah, I'm not saying who someone said it was because that would maybe give it away. So it was, I mean, there's folk on loads of cats. Like you look at the women's game, there's a lot of caps that folk have racked up. Like there's like, there's quite a few in the 100 plus mark. This person has over 200 caps. Over 200. <laughs> oh, yeah, over 200 <clears throat> caps. And she she was a class player as well. And I believe she's a pundit from as well, uh, somewhere so, on, a, on one of the channels. Well. Very good. I enjoy, I enjoy listening to her. She's like one of the pundits that actually kind of give a bit of analysis. I'm, I'm, and I'm saying that overall between the men and women's pundits and all there's been all that. But I like a bit of an, an analysis when there's a bit of punditry. Obviously, we had the situation last night where Montgomery was hoping to get mic'd up and all that type of thing, but never happened. I kind of agree, though, with the fact I don't think they should have been making him up in the dugout, given tactics. We, but but the other right. stuff I could have done quite well, I think. Mate, so apparently, apparently they weren't going to, it wasn't going to be like a live mic feed that they were going to hear. It's like, so like, I think partly like, because the commentator was going to be speaking and all that, they were going to be like periodically going back to things that Nick Montgomery's maybe said. In the dog, so like it wasn't like a lot. I don't think it was going to be like a live. What did you think, Kate Charlie? I like yeah, the I idea, did. but not in a derby. Mm-hmm. Not in like a, a game against Aberdeen or something. I fine, but no, no, I have Hearts game. Well, like an easy game, is that what you're meaning? I no, no, like a bigger <laughs> game, but no, like one of the bigger games. I but no, no, a derby win. <laughs> But there was elements of it that sounded quite interesting. I thought I did think elements of it, and it was like I mean, it's like forward thinking, something a bit different. But it's just Mate, like, it's putting it gen- genuinely innovative, right? No, barely any league has done anything, something like that, you know. Um, and and for once, we were actually going to do something properly original, and 
No, but um, SFA, they took care of that, didn't they? I don't well, know it was SFA's fault. They put out a statement that basically said that it just wasn't in, in accordance with the rules of football and no one had bothered to check. Sure, that's shit. The problem with terms like this is you have to have universal agreement across the clubs. Um, otherwise, it can't really carry itself forward, um, you know, seamlessly. And I think, yes, yeah, it's nice to do it as a one-off with... Um, you know, potential with the, the Edinburgh Derby, obviously that never happened, but but um, with the mic'd up, with Nick Montgomery being mic'd up, but, but I think you have to do it across the board. You have to make sure all the clubs equally have that, otherwise it can't really take off. I just think the, I just think the SFA's excuse was fucking so pathetic. Like, you know, it was like, so to be clear, we asked IFAB for a ridiculously obscure reason for us not to go ahead with it, and they gave us one, just to repeat, this is absolutely not our fault, you know? Um, and I, I just thought it was absolutely bullshit. Total copy, they were champing at the bit not to have that happen, because certain parties at the SFA are only interested in copying exactly what our friends and neighbours in the English Premier League down south do. Because that's just... A, you know, there's not any original thought in us, the heads of the folk in charge of your game. Do we think we'll ever get a situation whereby the mics are, sorry, the refs are mic'd up in football like they are in other sports? Or just not going to happen? I think, I think we are seeing a little bit of that already with um, the English Premier League. Because, I mean, I know Sky Sports, their programme, um, on, I think, a weekly basis, um, where they actually replay some of the key VAR decisions. Um, so I think we're kind of we're kind of seeing it a little bit, but I'd love to see it go live, you know, so that you can actually hear it as it happens. Because there's been a lot of, contr- well, I wouldn't say controversial decisions, but decisions where maybe it's deemed as controversial, and it would, be, it would have been actually really helpful just to get the the radio feed like direct at the time to find out what's actually being discussed, so that we get a better insight as to what's actually being decided and what why a decision's being taken in a particular way. So uh, it would help, but. I don't see that happening anytime soon, to be fair. Yeah, totally agree there. I mean, but will will that become a wee bit like making up the making up the manager where there'll be some weird IFAB rule that stops it, but probably. Yeah. Um, but I've got your answers in from everybody. So first up, Chelsea are the defending champions. Uh, I think they're top of the league as well just now. Um second up in terms of who Rachel Corsi plays for? It's Aston Villa. Um, which couple you got right? Um, I think everybody got this one correct. So Hearts head coach is Eva Olad. Um, two folk got this one right. One team didn't. So Spain beat Sweden in the semi. Uh, Dan asked went for Australia, which is who England beat to get to the final. Um, uh-huh. With that one. Uh, and last up, the Scotland's highest cap player is Gemma Fay. Yeah, two hundred and three caps. I think the most caps there ever as well in world football. Like maybe, think in Scottish in Scottish football generally in terms of Scotland caps, I think Gemma Fay tops the list of everybody, even oh, Kenny Dalglish, others included. She's oh, like double Douglas. Douglas is 102. 102, so I like unbelievable. And then you think from that point of view, I mean, it feels like Lee, I'm trying to think, she's Lee, she's Lee Gibson now, or she, or she Lee Gibson? 
the Alexander League Gibson. Um so aye. So in that round, uh Ayrshire's got three, Danas got four, and Brandon Barker's Helen got five. So uh, you all did pretty well aye. so far. Tell you, Charlie's carried me through that round there. So Danas is in twelve points. Ayrshire Arabs are in ten. And Brandon Barker's hairline on 15 at the midway point. So, still all to play for. Um, right, the next round is a kind of general Scottish football round, okay? So, again, five questions. First up, and I'd say this is a pretty easy one. So, how many teams in the SPFL have City in their name? Just top four leagues. Aye, aye. Okay, it's a wee bit of time because obviously there's a car try to work out through the leagues, so for that one. One of the teams was in the news recently about a possible merger. Well, the, the folk that are listening, Anas has currently got his head in his hand trying to work out how many teams have set in their name. I'm just trying I'm just trying to make absolutely sure that I've not missed anybody out inadvertently. It's actually very difficult to double check my own brain to make sure I haven't missed anybody out. Aye. So I really hope I haven't. Um, you reckon you've all got an answer, I? Yeah. Right, okay. Uh, next question. How many goals did Aberdeen score in the Conference League group stages? I mean, if you're an Aberdeen fan, you'll know that. Apart from myself, there's the Aberdeen fans on the pod, so yeah, 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 yeah. But again, a bit like the question earlier, where we had like a Baku with the goals. Like, if you don't know, you could just have a stab in the dark and guess a number. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And there are some questions in general in here whereby, like, at least one of you are can probably know because it's based on maybe your team. Um, so I, I tried to kind of make it as fair as possible um, you reckon you've all got an answer yeah right okay um, third question uh, which team is currently bottom of the Highland League ooh bottom of the Highland League oh Now, Josh, you got a bit excited there, right? I'll give, I will give a, 
a wee clue here of sorts, right? It's not the team that it usually is because they actually got the oh, Fuck, so right? they did. Oh, right, okay. Because I'm guessing you were probably thinking Fort William. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So I'm giving you at least the benefit of the doubt because I, I think the teams at the top of the Highland League, a lot of teams could probably name. Like if I asked just now who's the top team in Highland League. Bucky, no. Bucky. No, it's my second team, Breakin. Oh, sure, it's Although they've they've lost a couple of games recently, so Bucky because because they're in the Highlands. There's often teams with loads of games in hand, so I think that if Bucky win their games in hand, they might. Plus, Bucky are going to have a, a bit of money in their hipper in January, right? Because they've got the Scottish Cup game at Parkhead. A lot of money for them. I know, it's like a six-figure sum, so they've got the chance to potentially spend and try and win that league. Yeah, right, Andrew. Bucky have got three games in hand. Currently, they're on 31 points. Um, Breaking are on 37. It's, it's pretty tight, though. I mean, there's... Well, since Danny poached Craig Levine and uh, Andy Kirk, it's uh, come off the, the boil a bit for Breaking. They've lost a couple of games. Who, who's managing Breaking now? I don't actually know. This is the real. This is the real question. The listeners want to hear. Who is the manager? No. <laughs> 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 can, can I raise a mid-round point? Because it's topical. I don't mean to stop you in your flow. I. But Craig William Levine has been manager of St Johnston since the fifth of November, and this is my first appearance on this podcast since then. What? What the fuck? Is, what the fuck are you in playing? At? <laughs> <laughs> we appointed no. Scottish football's premier chuckles merch. And it's just fallen by the way. Fuck your cup finals and stuff like that. It's all the league. <laughs> I'm sure you'll have plenty of time to talk about it later on. Um, but last question in this round, right? And this is going by um, what the the reign is at the current club, right? Okay, so who is the longest serving manager in the championship at the club? Uh, wait, is, and is this is this the fourth question or the the last one? I should. Oh, sorry, sorry. I have got one. I've got one more question. I remember I forgot a question, but I'll come back to it. Here's Andrew, and I'm only like one and a half years deep as well. So, well, the the longest ever one just got sacked, so it must be. Yeah, I know. Something. It's not Dick Campbell anymore. Th- this was actually one of the questions that Chris never got right. Um, and I need to uh, give thanks to Pie and Bovril because they update it every time a manager loses a job. Um, and there's like some like mega interesting starts on it. Basically, it seems like just now the average shelf life of manager in Scotland is about two years, if you're lucky. Reckon you've all got an answer. Yeah, right, okay. The last question in this set of questions in. Who were Rangers' opponents in Philip Clement's first game in charge? I feel like I should be able to rhyme this off straight away, but I can't. I've just told you, mate. And again, once you've got the answers, send them on. Was 
general feeling from outside of Rangers about Club On? What do you think? Do you think it's just been the fact that they've not played Celtic yet, they've had a good run, or do you think he's a real deal? Well, well he's, won, he's, he's won them a cup, so I think it from the outside is pretty positive. Any other opinions, Laurie? I mean, Kelly are flying high just now. Yeah, I was got. I was going to say, I'll, I'll, I'll decide on uh, on Tuesday. But in all seriousness, um, I think he's done a pretty good job. Um, I was kind of like, we'll see, we'll see how the old firm goes. But I, I I'll just say it. I, I think you'll win the old firm. To be honest, I think you, I think you'll do it. But it, it has started pretty well. I mean, as you mentioned earlier in the pod. Um, he, has, he, he has he has started very well. Um, I, yeah. I, I think he's for me. I just think he is um, instilled a different mentality. That's that's probably the biggest thing. He's instilled a different mentality in the existing players, and none more so is that evident than um, at somebody like Serial Dessers, who looks fitter. You know, he actually looks sharper and, and a better player. Certainly in recent weeks, anyway. Um, and who knows, he might go out and score a hat-sack against Celtic on Saturday. You never know. So again, I want you to get the answers. Send them on. I don't have the answers yet from anyone. I'll just double-check. Oh. I Sorry, John. That's my... Yeah, I meant to be sending you the answers. I right, don't worry. It's no problem at all. I feel that this, uh, this quiz is a less boozy one than last time. I'm pretty sure last time everyone was right before the podcast started. Hmm. Um, yeah, okay, I've got answers from one set. Uh, yeah, okay. I just, uh, I just you. Sorry, two seconds. Just typing in the last answer. Yep. Yep. Did Davy Moyes won at uh, Arsenal tonight? Oh, I was yeah. score like uh, Arsenal nil, West Ham two. Oh, that's that is a uh, that is that's that's the second big one in succession as well. Tell me that Jared Bowen never scored because I was trying to make decisions on my fantasy football lineup. For a I, think, I, I think he's got he an does. assist. No, no, he's got an assist. I should check. West Ham missed a penalty in the last minute as well. Not that that really mattered, I guess, when they're 2 nothing up. Everybody's missing penalties this week. Right, okay. So, um, first up, two. City teams, oh, there was always a bit of a clue in the fact that it, it was three for a long time, uh, but Breaking City popped out. Um, so to Elgin and Edinburgh City, um, I, I don't know if you've seen that there was a talk about Edinburgh City and Spartans, some kind of merger, but it's been vetoed at the moment, so I don't think it's going to happen. Um, Aberdeen scored 10 goals in oh. the stages. so there was some cross think Only one team got that right, uh, Ayrshire Adams. Um, and actually, I think everybody... No, sorry, two out of three got this one right, which I was quite surprised at. Um, the team that has bought me the league in the Highlanders, Shrafts v Thistle, 
So uh, that was that. And I'll just double check. Yeah, two folk. And this one, right? I was quite surprised when I checked it myself. So the longest serving manager in the championship is Doogie Embry at Morton. Uh, seems unbelievable because he's not even been in the job yet for two years. I don't think. I thought, I thought, I, 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 I said Lee Bullen, uh, John. It wasn't a bad deal. I think he's second, I'm pretty sure. I think he was like 15 dive. days after. So you've got um, Emily was there, then you've got Lee Bullen and McPake and McPake and somebody else were appointed. <laughs> Yeah, um, Murray's been there a while as well. Yeah, yeah, Murray, I, so. you must be. Um, the two of them, I think, were on the same day. So, like, all kind of pretty close. They're going to get in there. And then there's Reese McCabe as well. So, the five of them were all, I think, appointed within about 50 days of each other. It's not so that no challenge manager's been there for more than two years. It, it's, it's bizarre. Um, just, shows, just shows you how many teams are ambitious about getting promoted out of that league. Doesn't it? I mean, when you've got the demand, you know. I mean, I mean, presumably these guys have been sacked because they've not met the demands. You know, I mean, you've got like, you know, air. I've got ambitions, and you've got obviously Partick, and and last season you had Dundee. You know, um, they sat the manager even when he won the league. Queens Park, you know, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> true. Aye, aye. But you know, you've got you've got so many teams in that league that are are, are champing at the bit to um, get promoted. We will have our next championship special coming up. So we've not got a date yet, Andrew, but we will get it sorted. And then we can laugh at everyone's predictions at the start of the season because it will be a midway point. So we shall see what happens with that. Right. Um, Dan Ash got three points. Gershon Ash got four points. And so did Brandon Barker's hairline. So pretty decent. So we'll... no, you, forgot to, you forgot the answer to the last question. Oh, did I Hibs? Aye. <laughs> <laughs> I forget about Hibs, isn't it? <laughs> So it was this. Oh, it was this Sparta. It was this Sparta Pragna. <laughs> right. This next round is just a sport round, okay? So right. Okay. So see how it goes. Right. So first question in baseball: How many folk in the opposition are on the field to the batter? Right. So we're not including the batter, but how many people are in the opposition on the field? When the, the the folk are batting, that makes sense. That question, I yeah, I think I, so. I, I, I didn't notice. Um, I don't watch a lot of baseball. It's not a sport I really can have get into. I think it would be quite good to go to maybe, but, but more so for the drink, the beers, and the food. But I've tried watching it. I remember the old days. I like Channel Five baseball. I liked all the other ones. Ice hockey. Yep, liked it. Don't mind about American football, like about basketball, but baseball, I just think so boring to watch. Mm. I mean, Danny, you're like originally from south of the border. Cricket's more entertaining than baseball. See, I don't, see, I don't mind baseball, but um, that's, yeah, I love cricket as well. So I, I don't know. The good thing with baseball is it's sort of done in a night and doesn't go on for five days. There is that. But do they not play like all the time? Are they not like? Is there not like yeah. two hundred league games or something like that? <laughs> it's come. It's apart from NFL, all American sports are like that, really. I think because basketball, yeah. they seem to play every night. But they've got like seventy regular season games or something. I don't know. And what, what amazes me is like how 
how can you be? How can you physically do that? Is it, you know how can these guys go every single night and play these games? Do you know what I mean? I, I find it mad. The one I've always thought is tennis, right? Footballers complain about playing, like say maybe two games in a week. They play sometimes like four hours every couple of days. You know. And they're just themselves. They've got nowhere to help out, obviously. I mean, I know they get a big break for orange juice and all that type of thing, but um, it's mental. I don't know whether they must be among the fittest people sports-wise and also potentially, I think, Formula One drivers. I would think. Do you think there's anyone fitter than they two in sport? Condi- uh, it's, there's different types of conditioning into it. You know what I mean? I mean... I, you know me, John. I'm I'm a uh, total athlete, um, so uh, I mean I'm probably fitter than any tennis player uh, on earth. Uh, so just to, just to drop that uh, one in. Uh, no, I'm kidding, obviously, but it is different kind of levels of conditioning, isn't it? I mean, like you're talking about the Formula One guys. I agree with you. You know the guys that do Formula One are obviously extremely fit, um, but it's like you're not going to. Tell that you're not going to be able to plonk them into a fucking tennis game and be able to beat Andy Murray or, or, or even Judy Murray. Yeah, I hope not. Right, okay, all got an answer, I. Um, right, I asked, I'm asking this one because I didn't. Some folk might have known who was uh, number one in the world, right? Some folk might not know. Uh, in golf, whereabouts in the rankings is Rory McIlroy? And I, I, if someone knows who is world number one, right, and wants to send me it, I might give them a bonus point. Depending on what team it is. Mate, I can probably give you the top five. Aye, can you give number one, aye? I can give you number one, aye. I can give you yeah. number one right now. Who's number one? Scottish Sheffler. Aye, so I never knew that. I don't follow golf as much as I used to. Aye. But I thought maybe for like folk that are not really into golf, which might be a few, then at least folk have heard of Rory McIlroy, and it's just again guessing a number. So uh, we get a bonus point for that then. You're, you're not because you're in the lead. No. <laughs> 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 hey, that's no fair. Better with Air Rangers. Um, did you see the the thing that was posted all day? It was like the Rangers pencil set. Like the pen was missing. The pen was missing. Yeah, the one <laughs> It's it, it, turned, it turned into a pain after 85 minutes, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Back on the golf, do you know, like John Ram's one of the best negotiators in the world. He did that interview earlier this year where he's like, there's no way I'd go to live for 400 million. So then he signed for 600 million at the end of the year. So. <laughs> I mean, to convince me that if the Saudi Arabians come along and want to offer us a big deal in the podcast, they're go. I'm away, sorry. The rights is out the window, like, if they're offering me millions. I think that's the way it goes, isn't it? I mean, I mean the, hang, the, hang of it, the thing about these pro, pro golfers is that they're all extremely well. I mean, John Ram was extremely wealthy before, before yeah. he decided to go to live. But at the same time, if somebody's dangling six hundred million in front of you, yeah, it's an a fucking obscene amount of money. Yeah, you could play for football. You buy Rangers, Josh. You could, you know, do. Do you know what I mean? You could, do, but you could, you could pick a sports team, do whatever you want, type thing. Do you know? Do you know what I would do, Andy? I wouldn't actually buy Rangers. I would invest in Rangers, right? But I would buy Irvin Meadow, okay. um, and I would, I, I would invest just enough money 
so that they pumped John's team off and let Talbot every <laughs> You tried that. You tried, you tried that. And we fucking done it. We fucking done it for a few seasons, mate. Get up, you. Get up, you. I like how I've got fucking Brooks Henderson on the call. Here. Or Josh Wilson. <laughs> Brooks Wilson. <laughs> yeah. If we're talking about um, peaking conditioning and stuff like that and great athletes, I'm not saying I'm not giving this my full attention. But I've got the peak of fucking physical excellence on, sort of in the background. The darts. The, the darts. Oh, right, okay, well... I'm higher, right, because I might be a darts yeah. question. Oh, um, right, okay, <laughs> another sport that requires, like, a lot of fitness, snooker, right, okay? To be fair, <laughs> they are a lot fitter than they used to be. Um, there's no pint drinking or that, like, back in the day. The cues are, he- are heavy. Um, who at the must have been the, the start of the year um, became Stuka world champion and the first from mainland Europe I like a bit of snooker I'll give you a clue right if you look at Danny they could pass maybe as brothers and me maybe like you me and uh, the boy could be Aye, we got to say here, it's in barbers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I what I, I do remember watching it, but it's weird because it used to always be April, mm. didn't it, for World Championships? But you've kind of changed it. It's kind of is it still April? Ah, it was it was around uh, eight. Bank holiday. Yeah, Bank holiday Monday. Aye. Uh, I think he's a good stylish lad. He won it. Yeah. I, have, I, I seen want money on him. I I'd, I'd put money on him when he was losing to. Uh, not a, a Sullivan, but a semi-final. So, right, okay. Everyone got an answer, we reckon? Yep. Right, okay. Um, right, okay. Um, Scotland in the Rugby Union World Cup had a group which involved five teams. Who were the other four teams? <laughs> Now, on this one, I might be kind and give points for each team as opposed to you get you naming them all because it might be a bit tricky. I know Josh's thoughts on rugby. Uh, here's my thoughts on rugby. I'm going to go and get another can. <laughs> I'm joining. Like, have we got some rugby fans? I. Watch inter- some of the international yeah. stuff I can watch. Like I, I like the Six Nations, and I, I watch the World Cup. So we're, I think we're all right here. Anas, any interest in rugby at all? Um, no, but hopefully in a year's time that might go up a little bit. So, uh, um, let's see what happens. It might go up in a year. Any particular reason? Um, well, I'm I'm in the process of relocating to England, and uh, there's a particular team I'd quite like to go and see every now and again. So, uh, right, goodness knows what that might lead to. Okay, right, good. Is it the Falcons? Yeah, yeah, that's it. Right, okay, we all got Newcastle United's women play at the Falcons, so at uh, Kingston Park. And uh, Doddy Weir um, used to play for the Falcons in the nineties, so uh, I think he won the league with them as well. So I all got an answer, I think. Seven. 
Okay. So I've, I've not. Okay. That's all right. Um, okay. Carlos Alcaraz beat Novak Djokovic at Wimbledon. How many Grand Slams has he won in total? Seems weird as well. Like I actually think he seems like a guy they've said like no one will beat the record like Nadal, Federer, and um, Djokovic. Uh, there's no one else apart from Alcaraz just now from younger players. I think is get the same ability as him. And surely Djokovic has got to retire sometime soon. And Nadal, you would think. Yeah. Right. That... What, what, what do you do at this point? I mean, I mean, you know. Rafa Nadal in particular like, what, what are you doing at this point and, well Nadal's uh, retiring next season Djokovic is born 80 he's, he's a year older than me so he's 36 I'm pretty sure though um, Djokovic has had some of the treatments from Dr Pepper like he's got the <laughs> yeah. you know, he's going to be alive forever because he he seems to be better than he ever was I don't know it's probably because he's not being vaxxed he'll tell you well maybe maybe <laughs> that's what he'll tell you John, can I make a request for a repeat, please? Aye. Uh, question four again. To the one I just asked. No, there was one. Before. There was one after that. Uh, they went a bit rugby. The rugby, the rugby one. one. Oh right, I might have done too many questions in this one. But the rugby one, I Scotland Rugby World Cup group. So who was in it? What four teams apart from Scotland? Um, which, which means actually I put too many questions in this round, so I need to take out the and probably everyone knows it anyway. The darts one. You know, you never read the darts one. No, yeah, because I, I've realised I fucked up and I've done nine <laughs> questions. Ask it anyway, we'll see. Aye, what is it? Aye, what is it that one? We'll do. We'll do for fastest finger first. <laughs> uh, well, right. Sixteen. Sixteen. Aye, look lower. Double top. Aye, right. So, like, aye. It was an easy one anyway, so, like, easy to do. Aye, 16 years old. Like, There's no it? danger he's 16. He's like that boy that played for Lazio on the line about his age. Aye, if he was Nigerian, there'd be, like, good <laughs> questions getting asked, wouldn't there? Absolutely, I mean... Did you Did you hear... It, Sorry, Larry. No, no, no. It, 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 really, it really doesn't look like... It, it really doesn't look like 16-year-old. You probably, I mean... I'll be honest, you could probably pass me as that, but put, 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 put it this way then, right? He's he's three years younger than me. You wouldn't you wouldn't believe it, would you? I mean, look at him. Put it this way, he's been doing the jump in for the baby since he was thirteen. Let's <laughs> 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 be like kids asking him to do the jump in for him for them. Did you hear that bizarre interview with Sky? Sky had him for an interview. This guy's like done doing really well in the darts and all that. And they were asking him like what he likes on a kebab and all that. <laughs> I am it's because, it's because he was pictured he was pictured with he was pictured with a kebab after he'd won his big game like on Instagram and it got like was it blew up I it blew up type thing, which I mean like what else is he meant to do? He's not exactly gonna go out and get blittered, right? So like <laughs> uh, well, I mean darts players of old, but he's not gonna do that if he's got a game the next day, so the guy he's, he's an athlete. Right, he's an athlete, so he had a kebab. Anyone got money on him for the darts? He must be. It must have been annoying. I right? wish I. I wish I did. Uh, he was one fifty to one apparently at the start, but uh, he's, and he's now, now he's down now to ten. Uh, he's, he's ten to one now. My money's always on Gary Anderson, which hasn't been great in recent years. But you've got you've got to back him. So 
Well, price went out, so that's in Andrew's side. That's true. Everyone laughs at Darts. He got £20,000 for winning the juniors. Yeah. What? Fuck off. 20,000, aye. He's guaranteed to make about that if he goes out this round as well. So there's a nice wee 40 grand out this year. Um, so aye, um, get your, your your answers fired over. I think that's all. That's maybe the only round I've messed up with uh, the amount of questions, so that's all right. The, we're no kidding, we'll look like that one. Well, oh, here's what right. Okay, so. If you were a darts player, what would your nickname be? Um, <laughs> he's looked the nuke, isn't he? Look the nuke letter. Yeah. Um, so, uh, can I be your, if you can't think of a darts name, what would be your walk-on music? Uh, my, my nickname would be Maverick. Oh, um, and, <laughs> uh, and, and I would walk out to uh, that song for Top Gun. No, danger zone. Danger, danger zone. zone. <laughs> danger zone, mate. And Charlie, I'd walk out in a fl- I'd walk out in a flight suit. Charlie, I can imagine this is a question that might be asked you. Even the boxing, it's usually the boxing that folk ask about. What would be your walk-in music for the boxing? But what would you go for? For the darts. Aye. Bit uh, no, no. You don't want people to cry before you start your game, eh? Uh, It'd probably be something a bit heavy. Something, something maybe Biffy Clyro-esque. Try to think. One of their that heavier one. tunes. Aye, something like that. Like a good start to it, because then people go rag. Aye. I like what the captains played at Murray. Eh, not Murray Fields, really Hamden, at the football. Eh, Laurie, what would you go for? You got a, either a darts name or a tune. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll try and go for a, go for a tune. That's maybe isn't necessarily a typical um, darts kind of We'll go theme, let's go for something a bit different. Let's go stereo phonics in Dakota. I can imagine that with a crowd where everyone's a little bit well, a little bit drunk and that'll maybe a bit, bit of a reaction. Although I must say, uh, Charlie, since I'm from uh, Kilmarnock, Biffy Clyro was a great shout, got to say. Alright, alright, no, I like that one. Um, Andrew, what do you reckon? You would go for a tune? Coming on to the darts. Uh, I'm not sure. Maybe I'm I'm not very original. So thinking of the Scotland songs, I'm thinking either less, yes or I can boogie or maybe a bit of bits and pieces to go back a few years with the Scotland stuff as well, which they bizarrely played when we used to score. So, Aye, well, I'm going to say just to keep Josh happy. Should should it be free from desire. <laughs> <laughs> um, Anas, what would be your your go to tune for coming on darts? <laughs> Um, Mark, not Mark Knopfler, local hero for obvious reasons. Aye, good tune, good tune. Good one. Like that. Like that. You've seen the film Local Hero? Mm-hmm. Uh, bizarrely, no. I haven't, but I, I've heard Brilliant. all about it. Really, really good. Ah, it's Brilliant. Brilliant. See the, mu- that, see the musical and all. There was a musical a couple of years ago at the Lyceum in Edinburgh. I, was I that a in Aberdeenshire? I went to see the musical as well. It's good. At the same place. Uh, they're all very cultured, aren't they? Like, oh, hey, culture, culture. It's in Aberdeen, uh, Aberdeen, Shiranas. I can't remember the name of the video, uh, the village, though. It's, it's. I've seen, I've, I've seen various bits and bobs about it, but I can't, I can't remember where it was. It's somewhere, um, it's like somewhere in, in, in like very northwest of Aberdeenshire, or or just a, yeah, about in Mar- round about there. Um, right, let me see. Have I got answers from you all? 
Can I go totally gimmicky on my darts trick? Oh, that, uh, yeah, yeah. Like, stay totally into a gimmick? Aye. Right. So I'd base my nickname on my walk-on music. Okay. So my walk-on music could be Spice of Your Life. And then my nickname would be Baldy Spice. <laughs> Just totally can stay right into a gimmick. That, like that would go down well. You're wrestling fan as well, when you're talking about gimmicks. Sorry, you're wrestling fan as well when you're talking about gimmicks. I've, I've got, I've, you know what? When I was younger, I was less so, but now, yeah, I've properly got insects. I just appreciate it for the gimmicks. Right, that's what it's all about. Right, okay, I've got answers from you all. So, um, first up, the baseball. It's nine people. <sighs> um, nine. On the, the field, which I think one of you has got right. Um, well done, Danny. Cheers, <laughs> Anas. Second one in terms of Rory McIlroy, he is ranked second in the world. And to be honest, I probably gave it away by saying the fact that no one will get the first player, so I'll, I'll, I'll just go for whoever's second. Um, so I, um, the Snooker World Champion in 2023 was Luca Brasel from Belgium. Well done, Danny. <laughs> <laughs> for that, um. Rugby World Cup group, Scotland faced Ireland, South Africa, Romania and Tonga. Um, Carlos Alcaraz has won two Grand Slams. So, um, let me just double check in terms of the old scores. Uh, right, so Josh, one, two. I did say I was going to give a point for each team, didn't I? In the rugby, so... Right. So six points for the Brandon Barker's hairline. Um, let's see, Ayrshire Arabs. Right, nine. They got the baseball right. They got second. Yep. They got Lucas Sale. They got all the teams in the rugby, and they got the Carlos Alcaraz. So Phil House for eight points. Who had the knowledge there? Was that a bit of a mixture between the two, or who's the who's the sports guru there? It was more, mostly I'm there, I would say. Right, okay. Bit of a mixture, but. Uh, and Danas, let me just check. Yeah, I think Phil House again. No, wait a minute, not a Phil House. Uh, one, two, three, four, six points. Um, Georgie and some more, they weren't included, so. Right, okay. right, that's fine. So, right, what we got next? Right, okay. One, two. Oh, I'm sure that Jerome's left, actually. Right, okay. Music round. So, uh, before this started and before we started recording, Danny said he was a brain man uh, when it came to answering no. music questions. So, no pressure, eh? I said I've been described as that. Oh, described as, right, okay. Described right. as that, yeah. By, by, by yourself looking in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm like, just in reverse here. Moonwalking, you could say, like Michael Jackson. He was a singer. There's a fucking point. Get that down. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. So, first up, um, and again, I might get a point for each one. So, who were the three headliners at Transmit in 2023? 
he's writing down answers straight away. So for one of them. Like, I should say, and I'm not giving it away, but two of them refuse, refuse to have their sets uh, on the BBC. And I'm not saying that we maybe got to see the third worst of the headliners on the TV. That, that, that. But actually, but... Um, you reckon you've all got an answer? I mean, uh, and, uh, Laurie, Andrew is signing on your every word here with the music, I think. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get there, work it over here. Um, looks like we've got it. We've got something to go. Perfect. Something to go. Right, okay. So you all got an answer, you reckon? Aye, I think you do. Right, okay. Um, oh, yeah, sorry. Britpop band released the album The Ballad of Darren. In 2023. Can't give it away there, with the... Or by the Britpop? I would say so. Yeah, there's a few Britpop bands all still cutting about. I mean, Shred 7 have been on a like, farewell tour for about 20 years. Mm, true. <laughs> Blue Tones as well, I'm pretty sure. They went away in their back together. Ocean Colossi are still playing every Christmas. A certain band played it, Transmit. <laughs> you all got an answer? Yep. Okay. Scotland played Georgia early in the year and an iconic tune came on. Who is the lead singer of Travis? Mm. And to link it in with uh, the Euros group, he is married to a German. What a night that was, hey. Incredible. I've never been so happy to live about, you know, half a kilometre for Hamden. You know, I mean, you had, ga- you had guys getting their, their buses to Aberdeen and to South Ayrshire and all that, and magic. Some got boats as well. Can I ask you a question for any of the guys in the pod that were at that game last night? Have you ever seen rain like that in your life? That I've never, ever seen rain like that. Anywhere, any country, any time of that's the heaviest rain I've ever seen ever. What the Derby? Caribbean, like that's that's like they have like these mad rain showers that last for about twenty minutes and then like that's in your all your you buy the pool back in your shorts, but not in Scotland. Yes, Scotland, Georgia was by far the worst. Um, mm. I, I tell you what, uh, Kelly against um. Kelly against Celtic was actually pretty bad. They're a week now. Oh, I, I mean, I, I got to tell you, Laurie, I, I'd see that um, accessible uh, supporters platform. I've been, I've been on that before. I got a wee tour of uh, my mate that works at Kelly, and right. it's no exactly best shielded for the elements, is it? It's, 
it's no, but it's it's one of these things. I'm asked all the time about whether it should be it should be covered. And to be honest, that in a way, I like that it's no covered. This is controversial, but because you're not, you're actually in the crowd. See if you was put a roof on that, you was you would kind of be all kind of excluded from it. But but sometimes, like even on a Saturday against Johnson, depending on what way the wind's blowing, it doesn't actually it doesn't actually hit you. But sometimes you're like you're like soaked through. Um, I, I it's, it's one of those things for anyone listening to the to the pod, and if you've ever seen the the Kelly Boucher platform, if you know, you know. And mo- most of the time, I stick with the sore thumb because I've got a I've got a flag that says champions on it from when Kelly won the championship. So you could probably spot me now whenever you're watching the sports scene. Yeah, you'll probably spot me. I've seen, I've seen, I've definitely seen you uh, Kelly score down that end I, a few times. Josh, I was at the Georgia game. I reckon it was heavy screen. I missed the first goal because we hid in a doorway because we were like, we're not waiting in the queues at Hampton because Hampton turnstiles are so rubbish anyway. So we we're like, saw that. So we just like hid in a doorway and, and ended up waiting there for like 20 minutes because it was crazy. But I don't know, it's, it's quite a bad thing for me and my mates. But that was the night that we realised they need to end the booze ban in Scottish football at football grounds because we were like, there's only so many times that we can sit watching people with squidgy things without a pint here. Why yeah. are we not allowed to? A pint at Hampton, like Aye. particularly for national team games when everyone's in good spirits. Great show, uh, great show. We met Laurie. Was it that game or was it we other possibly? So is that again, John? Sorry, uh, possibly the first game we met at Hampton. I think, so, I think it was the first time we actually, you know, met in person. I think I think I've been on the pod before then, but yeah. I don't think we actually met now. Um, so I there we go. Right, okay. Um, Next up, which Scottish band won Album of the Year at the Say Awards? Oh, I know this. <sighs> what a band as well. Yeah, brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. I only listen to them more so off the back of that. But yeah, I, I watched a glass of set. Oof. And I was like, I was pretty intrigued. Decent. There, um, circles are our bands as well, like, rave about them. I think the fact there that was they are s- that different. Stiff, stiff competition at those, at those awards this year, I know, John. Mm-hmm. That was. So they they done well to win that award. Like, I mean, I, 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 obviously they're brilliant and it was a great album, but compared to who they were up against as well, they've done brilliantly. Well, you're thinking they'd like be someone that sells like millions of records over the world following the TV, like for one, which would be his album, his album, um, mm-hmm. or, 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 or some like good kind of ones. Everyone got an answer? Yep. Right, okay. Mm-hmm. Um... Right, last up in the music round. What is the name of Deacon Blue's debut album? If you listen to the podcast that we did with the Easton Brothers, then they certainly mentioned it. And even though like the songs that you know by them, I only listened to the album for the first time on the back of them. Like he, he heard Deacon Blue songs, but I went back and listened to it. 
It's one of the best albums ever produced in Scotland. I would, I'd say. Yeah, we there's your Arabs think we've got it, but um, this is one of the moments where I kind of wish I could just quickly ask my dad because he was yeah technically went to see Deacon Blue must have been about maybe five or six weeks ago and he'd be able to roll this off the tongue, but yeah, unfortunately, there's no phone a friend, but I'm quite intrigued, right? Because he, I know you do a segment on your um radio show, which is was it three in a row? Yeah, yep, do a three in a row, uh, so. So uh, at four o'clock every Sunday, my dad gets to pick three tunes for better or for worse. I'm I'm trying to think. Did we ever actually do a Deacon Blue one? I, mean, I, I think I think he may have done. Maybe run with the team that gig. I'll go and look back. Sailing up, sailing up, sailing up, sailing up, sailing up again, sailing up again, sailing up again. <laughs> and I'm thinking about home. <laughs> <laughs> again. Yeah. Or a real gone kid man, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great album. Right, it's good. Well, that's the, if they're off the album, then I'm, that's just up my confidence. Right, Matt's number seven points out. Um, one of the answers that Josh has given, I'm pretty sure, must be a typo, right? Because Blue were not a Brit pop band. I'm giving you the benefit of the doubt it's a typo. No, I meant, I meant Blue, mate. Oh, yes! Right, okay, so um, the headliners for Transmit were Pulp, Sam Fender, and the 1975. Both Pulp and Sam Fender, for whatever reasons, refused to have their sets um, on the BBC. Uh, I think, if I remember rightly, there was some kind of scandal just before it, BBC. But, but like, it's pretty hard to imagine because like, there's always some kind of scandal BBC. But I don't know if that was maybe playing a part in it. Um, yeah, it wasn't a blue that was the ballad of Darren that was bluffed. Um, so that's that one. Um, not blue. Third up, Travis lead singer is Fran Healy, and he is not the father of Matt Healy, who is in the 1975. Um, that is Tim Healy, who you might remember from Off Wheelers in Pet and Denise Welsh, bizarrely. Um, Young Fathers won Best Amaria. I like the fact that Laurie and Andrew gave an answer to Bring Bear. Young Bear, friend of the podcast, Demons Fracking Album. Uh, if you've not heard yeah, it, brilliant, brilliant album. That was my vote for, for album of the year at the Say Awards. The other one I would give a shout out for is Mark Sharp and the Bicycle Thieves and Masked Circus, which is a crap album. album as well. Great um, album. And last up, Renting, is the debut album from Deacon Blue. So in that round, um, Ayrshire Arab's got four, Dan Ask got five. And Brandon Barker's hairline got seven. Um, oh, who did we get seven for? Is I was getting a point for each headliner. All right, oh cool, class. So that's how you get seven. Like usually, you're complaining that you've not got enough points. This time, you're complaining. <laughs> <laughs> 
Like, no, it's uh, you've you've no put me you've no put me an absolute donut this time. Aye. Um, Scott, if you're listening, mate, I love you. You're a great. Your your band's yeah. the dictators, bro. You're a great band. Right, I'm making it that Brandon Bear Parker Sellings on 31, right, okay? Uh, Dan Ass is on 15, 20, 24. And Ersha Arabs are on 25, right? So, right. Just bring yourself to say that Josh has won. Well, there's one round left, right? And... Hi, uh, right. Let's let's see how it goes. Okay, so everybody knows I love a wee higher or lower with the Scotland caps. Oh, so that is where we are going, right? But Je- please put Gemma Fears one in the Scotland caps, right? There'll be five questions and see your answers, right? Okay, so first up, we have Robert Snodgrass. Stephen Whitaker, who has the higher amount of caps between Robert Snodgrass and Stephen Whitaker? This is me trying to like think of players that Laurie would know. I, mean, I take it you remember Stephen Whitaker, don't you? Yeah, yeah. That, that's all right. That's all right. Christ, I can't believe. Do you know something, Laurie? I was going to say there. Nah, you're not. You know that young for God's sake. But then I'm doing my maths here, and I think actually you might. Steve, you might actually have been a wee bit too young to remember, Steve, like, maybe not Stephen Wicker, but some players of his era. You should have right. just said no, so we've got different players to pick, because I've got no idea on this one. The thing with Stephen Wicker is, I, I, I only really remember him playing for, like, uh, Norwich. Was it Norwich you went to? After that's... That's pretty much where I remember him from, so there you go. That maybe gives you an idea. But that's mentally to remember him. Yeah. I mean, there was guys I was looking at. I, I have some Rangers songs. Yeah, I don't you know, know who that is, why not? Um, right, okay. Back in Matty, he was a great player. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the next one, Davy Weir, Andy Robertson. Oofed. Oofed. Well, he. The, the thing that makes it's been difficult for a start is, well, I can just say it that, well, David Weir played till he was what age? Does it make that? He had a wee spell out, though. He fell out with Bertie Votes and then came back. So True. This game was a Pharaoh's game, wasn't it? I think it was. Oh, if it, that's, yeah. Like, what position we're in nowadays whereby, like, there's not none of that carry on going with the Pharaohs? Well, that's why back then we weren't overly surprised that it happened. So, Laurie, up. you'll not remember this, mate, but Scotland used to be no very good at football. For a long period between 2000 and 2017 or 18, used to be shit. So, aye, and Laurie, I'm yeah, but... the I think it's old enough to remember Scotland being good. Bad, then good again. That, that shout period did lead to an incident where a German man said Christian yeah. in a very funny fashion. Christian! <laughs> Christian! Christian! <laughs> well, 
So it was worth it. What's that? It was worth it. It was worth being shit just for 30 volts going Christian over and over. No rumour in that Church of Scotland brought out a newspaper based on Christian Daily. I, I try, I try. Like, <laughs> it's a thought, it's a thought. Like, maybe he's won them hits eventually, right? Like, Gary Robson, Gary O'Connor. I, well, that, that was their triple 20, let me tell you. So we were on the board, it's like... That was a double one. <laughs> Just so taking one of the surround lights off. <laughs> so I, Barry Robson, Gary O'Connor. Laurie, Gary O'Connor. You remember Gary O'Connor? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It all goes with that one, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to end up by what I'm going to do, right? That's fine. Right, okay, so got an answer for that, right? Next up, the legend that is Stephen O'Donnell or Darren Jackson. Laurie may be struggling in Darren Jackson here. Yeah, but I, I do. I, I'm aware of the name. I was, I was, <laughs> we were allowing a bit more Scotland experience here, albeit Stephen O'Donnell I had to refrain from calling him sword there. Actually, um, has probably more caps than people would think. Because he used to be one of Steve Clark's favourites, to be honest. Just, just for fun, right? Because Bleasdale sent me this. I'm calling on Bleasdale because Dave always goes on Bleasdale, right? He doesn't go by his first name. So this is not for any points. But who scored the opening goal against Armenia when we won two 0 The opening game against Ar- Armenia. Armenia at Hamden. Which year? Um, it was last June or June twenty two. Scott did Scott McKenna score in that game? Tony Ralston scored opener. Right, last stop Grant Hanley or Barry Ferguson? Any old answers? Pick number five. Yeah. So I'll I'll go over them again, right? Okay, just to make sure that we all. First one was Snodgrass, so Robert Snodgrass or Stephen Wicker. Mm-hmm. Okay. Second one was Davy Weir or Andy Robertson. Yeah. Third one was Barry Robson or Gary O'Connor. Oh. Yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah. The fourth one was Stephen O'Donnell or Darren Jackson. And last up was Grant Hanley or Barry Ferguson. Ferguson should have a lot more than he got, eh? Yeah, far more. Far more. Um, 
And and he only he really only had him, has himself to blame um, for that. I mean, there's no point in kind of going over the the um, mistakes of of that that can never be undone. But um, th- there's so many players actually that that you can say there's so many players that you can say that about. Though even Weir, you know, Weir is one of the top cap players for Scotland ever, but he should be. I mean, he should be right up there with like Dalglish because he was out. He stopped playing for Scotland for what five years, four, five years, something, something like that between two thousand and what two thousand and one or two, uh, and he didn't come back until Walter, which was two thousand seven. Yeah. So you know, I mean, there's five year caps that he should have gotten because he was obviously, you know, obviously would have been a starting centre back during that period. Um, Steve, Steve, um, oh, no, what I can't fuck say. Uh, Stephen Fletcher as well, another one. Gary Neeson should have done a lot more as well. Eric Ryan, yep. I still think should have been Arteri on me. And I will die on that grave. See, at the time with Hibs, he used to constantly play that kind of inside left position, scored most of his goals from that area. Went to Celtic. Something obviously happened with him and Strachan, and it never worked out. Well, Derek Adam was unbelievably talented. So was that, that Hibs team at the beginning of the 2000s had like loads of guys, but loads of wasted potential as well. O'Connor, yeah. Riordan, yeah, Brown yeah, obviously yeah. probably hit his potential. But yeah, there was loads of good. Whitaker, you know, played UEFA Cup final. Really good, amazing team. Thank right, Kevin Thompson, if he'd not had injuries, would have been a class player as well. Probably at the time they all came to, Thompson was regarded as a higher, you know, great yeah. player now. Uh, I don't know. I'm not going to go on this, but I do. I do think Kevin Thompson improved for when he was at Hibs and when he was at Rangers. I think he got better. I mean, I agree. He never reached the heights that he probably should have. But that's that's down to injury, in my opinion. Aye, that's aye, exactly. It was injury. Um, right, okay. I've got answers from you all. So I will give the the cap amounts. Um, so Robert Snodgrass, twenty eight caps. Only 28. 28, yep. Um, Stephen Whitaker, 31. I thought Snodgrass had put a lot more than that. Aye, I thought so. David Weir, Andy Robertson. So, David Weir, 69. Andy Robertson, just under on 67. Uh, Nice one, David boy. Always kind of quite a close call, right? Barry Robson, 17 caps. Aye, I was quite surprised myself. Gary O'Connor, 16. <laughs> Barry Oof. Robson, more than Gary O'Connor. But then probably the O'Connor was there, like, would be Millard and Boyd. And, but, I mean, Boyd, could he get a, a game most of the time? I'm going to say, Chris Boyd only is something like, I want to say it's either 16 or 18 Scotland caps, something they will remember. I want to say I want to say he got seven goals in that time though, but didn't didn't he didn't he and I wanted to fallen out with Scotland managers and all the rest of it? So, fell out with the Norway game with Erlimo, missed the open goal. Yeah, I'm like on to all like crying out for a goal. Yeah, get a goal scored on. Like if you can understand, like Kenny Miller used to play because the work he did for the team helped that system. Boy, yeah. probably wouldn't have fitted into that system, but then. You'll always start feeling. See if you've got a goal score, a bit like just now with Shankland. 
if you've got a goal scorer, get him on the pitch. Yeah, 100%. He's got to go to... I think the question isn't whether he goes to Germany or not, it's whether he starts for Scotland or not, because, like, Shea Adams isn't scoring, and, like, Dykes has obviously done a great turn for Scotland in the past, but does that make him the player to do it in the future? I don't know, so... Yeah, I don't know. And I've seen, obviously, the other day, the, you know, maybe wild card, Ross Stewart has been... Guys... Well, apparently, McBookie are offering 8-1 to and Ollie McBurney. For those that I know that will not be popular probably <laughs> with the general group, but I mean, he's scoring goals in the English Premier League, so. Ah, uh, yeah. I, I, and Clark I, likes him. He did like him, but you get the feeling like with McBurney and Fraser, they maybe burn the bridge with a Scotland team because Ryan Fraser's doing well. And Ryan Fraser uh, was something a bit different in terms of the fact that he can he can play wide if we ever decide to go down that route. Uh, but he can also play through uh, the middle. Yeah, maybe uh, I'm sure in Adam's influence, maybe. I think Ra- Ryan Fraser is Burnley's bridges a wee yeah. bit differently than than than, than uh, Ollie McBurney. John, I think Ollie McBurney went out the team because he wasn't on form and there was yeah. players on better form than him. And then he had a and couple of incidents in his pair in his club. Aye, but that was that was for his club. That's not related to you know. It's not as if he's misbehaved when he's been at school. Whereas Ryan Fraser, Ryan Fraser, yeah. went home from camps. You know, and and. Wasn't he fucking asked? You know, it's, I, I'd be fine with all about Burnley if, if he's if he's on form. I'd be fine with him coming back in. Wouldn't be happy with Ryan Fraser. Okay. Um, Stephen O'Donnell, twenty-six caps. Darren Jackson, no relation to Michael, twenty-eight caps. Oh, fuck this noise! What's that? Fuck this noise! One one out of four, eh? It's a shambles. It's a shambles. Last up, Grant Hanley, 48 caps. So you think, I'm pretty sure, if I, when I was checking, he's next one lost to hit 50. He's back in action now as well. Coming up for Norwich the other day. So, Kenny McLean had recently been playing centre-back for Norwich because he had so many problems at centre-back. Uh, Barry Ferguson, 45. Really? He didn't hit 50? Yeah. Absolutely. Grant Hanley had more caps. That's criminal. So, in that round... I guess he did. He had that whole incident where he did that, of course, in the Iceland game, right? That way, aye. So, Dan Ass on 26. Ayrshire Adams on 28. And, at the moment, the winners are Brandon Barker's hairline on 35, right? I feel though I want to ask a question, right, just for fun. But we need to kind of have some topics in between because it's a big answer, right? So, in the SPFL, so the 42 clubs, how many clubs have S in their name, right? (laughs) Hold on, hold on, hold on. Can I I just start for a second, right? You say this is a tiebreaker? No, I'm saying I'm going to ask a tiebreaker, right? All right, sorry. Right, just because, just, just to be able, just, just so, so, so we're all in agreement here. Charlie and I have won by about ten points. Seven, seven, seven. seven. Right, okay, okay. Right. I, I just want my slap. I just want my slap in the arse, John. Right, add a kiss. We're going to do the kiss as well. On the yeah, we're doing that. Aye, doing that. Aye, aye. So, um, yeah, out of the forty-two clubs, how many have an S on their name and what? What I want you to do, and this is stupid on my part, I don't, I want the number, right? But I want the names of all the teams, right? Oh, fuck off. 
and it's the it's the official names, right? It's not nicknames. So it, an S anywhere in their name? I w- yes. So Hibs Hibs didn't count. No. Well, I'm going to ask a question and I'm going to ask it on Anas' behalf. Hearts or Heart of Midlothian? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The two Edinburgh clubs do not count because Hibs and Hearts are nicknames. Mm. The short, well, Hearts is a shortened for Heart of Midlothian, so uh, that's uh, the answer to that, really, doesn't it? So... Um, I'm kind of that way. Like, obviously, you guys are kind of trying to work this out. I'm ready to kind of fill this in myself, don't I? Because you can rack your brains in terms of like some. What is that? It's an S, right? Pardon? It's, we're looking for the letter S. Yeah, S for Sierra. Right, right so I'm trying to rack my brain. Um, and that, the other night I was going to do this and I was kind of constantly checking, going, is that right? Is that right? Is that right? And I had the answer and then realised it was one other team that I'd missed out. Aye. Good fun. I feel this, is, this could be, a, like, a, for the folk that don't end up listening to the show, this is a quite a good uh, pub question, I would, I would feel. Aye, is, to be fair, that is a, that is a good pub. You do a terrible thing, but uh, you know, like, terrible? You ever watch terrible? Oh, I terrible, aye, aye. But uh, it's more than that. What about that uh, that one I heard uh, on Super Scoreboard the other night? Um, which, how many teams in the Scottish Premiership have a football in their crest? Oofed. In the Premier, in the Scottish Premiership, how many? Have in, in the uh, yeah, in the Prem, out of the twelve, how many have a football on their crest? Yeah. That's that's for you. That's for the host, John. Oh, that's for me. I. Um, that's for you, mate. I. I'm right. asking. I see your badge. Clubs have got a tendency to kind of change crests. Well, uh, I, I, I was surprised. See, be honest, I was surprised at the amount. You know, because I, I immediately thought of two or three, but I was surprised at the amount. Um, it's higher than three, then. Uh, yeah, it's higher than three. Um, I, I was shocked at how how high it was. Um, Is it six? <laughs> no, it's... Oh, I'm on f- I'm on fifteen at the moment. So <laughs> no, for 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 Josh's question, is it six? Uh, no, it isn't six. It's it's less than six. Is just, it? I mean, just want I, well, it's, uh, that's what I'm led to believe anyway. Um, just want just want the answers. I'm still working it out. Uh, out. Aye. But it's still working out with clubs. Uh, um, I I couldn't believe because you never really think about the, the, the kind of intricate details of um, of of a club's crest. Um, but I'm mindful that we never actually 
got to hear anybody else's moment of the year for their club football team. I mean, for for me, for me in terms of club football, I was gonna go for a wee funny one and say it was getting rid of Michael Beal, um, but. I'd have to say winning the League Cup was probably my top moment um, for my club of the year. Though, if we're talking football in general, absolutely nothing is going to beat Norway away um, in Oslo. Um, guys, MDL's top, Anas, for, for Hearts, what's, what's your top Hearts moment at 23? I think Lawrence Shanklin's winner last night. Aye. Because... <laughs> Because it was just, it, it was half unexpected, half expected. I've been buzzing all day about it. Uh, it's a nice way to just about end 2023. Um, yeah, tremendous. <laughs> Danny, what, what about the Saints? The great, the best moment this year for um, St. Johnson was the 5th of November uh, 2023. And that was when St. Johnston appointed Craig William Levine as manager. <laughs> Craig William Levine. <laughs> it's because life's just got immeasurably funnier ever since. No, honestly, this year, it's been, um, it's been a bit rubbish. I suppose Killy away at back end of last season when we stayed up, but that was all. That really just sort of came off the back of that. What felt like a <laughs> ten-game losing streak. So I don't know. Um, it's going to sound weird because we were dreadful for eighty minutes of the game, and we still didn't even get three points out of it. But. The two late goals against Dundee at home, in terms of like a moment, in terms of like a bit of a buzz, so um, Max Kishiravi's two goals against Dundee, I'm going with that. Who be the old cabbage and ribs, Charlie? Um, it's hard. I think I'm torn between two. Obviously, beating Hearts in April was pretty good because it was the first time in a long time. Uh, first time my wee brother had seen Hearts, him beat Hearts as well, so that was nice. But I think for the pure occasion, playing Aston Villa away, I know we were 5 0 down already and out of the tie, but just to be in the ground with like two and a half thousand Hibs fans just having a party for 90 minutes, that was class. And the rendition of Sunshine and Leaf was superb as well, so I'll go that. Interesting, like, see, obviously, we were playing like Villa in terms of the. Way that John McGinn has developed as a player, like what differences do you think there's been since he left Hibs? We've not replaced him as a player. Oh, in terms of him, I think I think he could probably walk into most teams in the Premier League now. I don't think there's many teams, maybe Man City, don't think he'd get a game there, but I think the rest of them he could probably get a game at least. Um, he is a he, I could tell when he joined Hibs he was going to be brilliant um, and I think he'll go on to if he leaves Villa he'll, he'll go on to a better team but Villa are flying just now so there's probably no reason for him to leave I know absolutely 
he's definitely. Sorry, I was just going to say, John McGinn. I think he's never been an unfit boy ever, um, but I definitely think he's he's kind of. You know, we were talking about conditioning earlier, John. His physical capabilities, news, stamina, his running, his all that's like next level. He's probably, I'd probably, probably say he's one of the fittest footballers in the Scotland squad. It's interesting as well because, like, see, when Emery came in at Villa, he was the fancy initially. So Emery actually kind of took him out of the team for a wee bit, whereas he's like obviously worked out, worked even harder to prove himself. And he's back, he's like captain at Villa now as well, scoring important goals. Because obviously for Scotland and Villa, he's a very different player in terms of what he does. But maybe Emery's recognising that the Scotland again is better than the old Villa again. So how are we getting on to the questions? So I've written down forty-one of the forty-two teams, and I can't get the more second one. But I've got, I've got a number at the moment for what I've got. I just hope the. Oh, I don't know. Guy, can he work out who the other team is? Aye. Which which league is it? Jake, you're missing. League two. I've got nine in League two. Are you okay? As in, but as in, do you want the answer for how many of an S in them? I out there forty-two, but out of interest, then give us the nine teams you've got in League two, and we can then work out who you're missing. Right. So. I think, got, I think I've got uh, you're missing, Andy. Right. I think I've got right. Okay, well, in League 2, I've got Spartans, Bonnie Rigrose, Stenhouse Muir, and then I had Elgin City, Clyde and Dumbarton, which obviously don't have an S, and then East Fife and Stranmore, which does, and Peterhead, which doesn't. But there's a missing team in there. I, can't even think who is. Team. I think I, I think I've got a missing team. I've full of worked it out, but I've seen, I've seen it through to you, and if, I, if I'm not mistaken, I think I think you're okay, I'll say that. You like the fact that me and Anas have got a me and Anas have got an answer. Got an answer, right? Send it on. But if you said have you got the teams always well? I've got the answer. I've got the teams. Yeah, I'll send that on. Um but I I feel this could be a potential. well it's not gonna be a good question for people to listen to the podcast because I don't know the answer, but um Hopefully, folk will be able to play along as we go. Josh is like, we're now in 2023 and Josh is on the own view. Come on. Do you, do you know, mate? I, I, I've got to be honest with you. I, I reckon um, you could, see, for an absolute wild card, you could have could done this as the last round. And if it's like, <laughs> if it's like 20, 21, give 21 points to whoever gets 21 out of the 21. Well, Give fifteen out of twenty-one for whoever gets fifteen of them, that sort of thing. Exactly. Like, but I was like, is that way? Like, there's the official winners, which are you guys, but there might be like the the unofficial winners if they get like every team, and, and there might even be prizes this year because I got on Christmas Day we had Scotland Christmas crackers, right? Oh, right. But also, they had a bottle opener as well. So, and, I don't know if you can, you'll be able to see this, but this wee thing, which is like a wee thing that you can clip a picture on. So, like an old. Oh, aye, right. You like a wee uh, John McGinn or Scott McTomery on the tree was this year, wasn't it? John McGinn's old. Let's, on the tree. Let's be honest here, John. 
you have definitely got two of them and you're clamping your nipples with them, aren't you? Well, I see, to be honest, I don't like a wee bit of nipple arching uh, on my own nipples. So this podcast is going a different route than you wanted to. Uh, <laughs> so, um, <laughs> what is it? To fill in some more space, does anyone like some nipple arch? <laughs> right, but I uh, just get your teams in. Uh, that, that'll do us. <laughs> and we'll, we'll see how we get on. So uh, I've got the teams. Oh, do you want the list of the teams? Well, um, it's all right now. We'll maybe know. I, I can read out the teams. Right? I've got answers from you guys, Ayrshire Arabs. I've got answers from Josh and Charlie, um, Danny, and Anna. I've just sent theirs through. I'll be interested to see if you missed the same team that I missed initially. So what what I'll do is I'll read out the teams first of all and then give the answer and we'll see how how people go on. I've got answers from you all in terms of numbers. Um, And I'll say that one team is correct. This is where you need to do the dramatic. That's when you see start that. Like, for the listeners, is this like good listening or is this like absolute shit? But they, I'm pretty sure they're all working out what the, what the teams are. They're working out the last. Yep. Um, right, okay. I shall give you the list of teams. I'm pretty sure that, yeah, okay. So, in the Premiership, we have Livingston, Rangers, Ross County, St Johnston, St Mirren, okay? In the Championship, we have Airdrie Onions, Inverness, Cali Thistle, Arctic Thistle, Queen's Park, Wraith Rovers, League One, we have Cove Rangers, Kelly Hearts, Montrose, Queen of the South, Sterling Albion. League Two, we have Pony Rig Rose, East Fife, Stenhouse Muir, Stranraer, the Spartans. So, 20 teams in total, and here oh. for the Arabs got it. Correct, 20 teams. Devastating. Devastating. Next year I'll be going for like maybe a different player in the names, but aye. It's worked quite well. Quite a lot of teams as well with S at the start, but yeah. There we go. So well done, Laurie and Andrew. I mean, really, that's a real prize, getting that, because that was a bit of work to it. I mean, a lot of questions were just guessing, guessing games, really. So, we'll take it. That yeah, we'll, we'll absolutely take that. And you'll, t- you'll take yeah, you'll take <laughs> that, lads, and... Uh, the Baldy Brandon Barker's uh, hairline, we'll, we'll take the, the victory. I, mean, I just need to decide about who's getting the key right and who's getting the bottle opener. Or do I just send on bottle openers to both of you? I mean, bottle openers are more useful, aren't they? Bottle opener. Who needs another key ring? Nah, mate, I've, I've got enough keys. Exactly. Um, so I that, that completes the quiz for 2023. A good victory. Can I just can I just say, John, I big get it right up you to 
Um, no, I was going to say defending champions, but they've not even bothered their asses to come back and defend their <laughs> title. Uh, <laughs> a, a big, a big get it right up, yeah, Scott McGill and Scott Johnson, um, who have obviously shat it because they realised this year that I had a good partner, me and Charlie, but a great team, and uh, they knew they were getting beat this year, so that's how they've not come on. What you're saying is you were leaning heavy on Charlie for the, the answers, is that what you're saying? I, I'm absolutely saying that. Right, okay, that's fair enough. Uh, Laurie and Andrew, I feel you were a good double act between you, so I think there was combinations that would help each other out. Definitely, there was a few rounds that I was absolutely pumped on without Laurie's help, so thanks a lot, Laurie. And, and, and there were a few where where it was where it was the same for me, and I was relying We dovetailed all right, but not enough to get near to Brandon Barker's lot, unfortunately, so... No... Must must be the first thing that uh, Brandon Barker's won in a while, or perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> where, where is he now? I don't know. Does anyone know where Brandon Barker is? Let's just hope he's in Turkey. My brain the other day, this is going to fly over most people's head, but there was a programme right about Michelle McManus. <laughs> On TV, Laurie's like who? I mean, I don't know why we're ending on Michelle at Mars, right? But it was like TV show winners, reality Scottish people. Watched it. Watched it. National Treasure. National Treasure. I seen it. Brilliant. Michelle McManus. National Treasure. So I remember when we had some of the West Lothian bands on. We were talking about like people from reality shows. Obviously, Sybil from West Lothian, right? But I was quite disappointed all day to figure out. We still don't know the whereabouts of Leon Jackson. I mean, it'll fly over some folks' heads, but Leon Jackson in 2007 was on one of the shows, Pop Idol or whatever it was. X Factor. He won the X Factor in 2007, I think. 2007, I remember because it was my first date with a missus, right? And it was all in the background in the place we were at. But no one knows where he is. Like, I was expecting he'd be there because we. We got Davey Snedden, we got a wee glimpse of him. We got a wee glimpse of... I mean, there was guys like McDonald Brothers. There was Michelle McManus, obviously. There was some other Scottish... Aye. So, the kids so kept... I thought... Please find Leon Jackson. Mate, I don't think Leon Jackson's even in music anymore. Um, I, I don't think he's... I don't think he's doing music anymore. And uh, he... See all the X Factor winners and pop idols and all that, right? The best winner song was Leon Jackson, When You Believe, right? Now, I can listen to that every, I can listen to that day after day and it still brings a tear to my eye. Know what I mean? Think that, we Leon. About 15? Uh, oh, Laurie, sorry. Wait, 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 when did you say one in 2007? Aye. Yeah, when's the... I'd have been, been like three when he won it. <laughs> okay. Aye, aye. Aye, aye. So, uh, that, I've tried to search him on social media. So I cannot, cannot find him. So if, if somebody knows where he is, I want, we want him as a guest in <laughs> on the podcast, right? So, hashtag find Leon Jack, right? <laughs> John, can I put in a request? Aye. That when we do find him, and not as I say when, 
when we do find him and get him on the podcast, can we have this exact lineup? It's got to be. <laughs> <laughs> that episode. Can, John, can, actually, can I just expand on a wee bit on what Danny's just said? Aye. Can I ask that we, when we do the big fat quiz of the Cinch 2024, we have this exact lineup, but we do four teams me and Charlie, Laurie and Andy, Danny and Anas, and Leon Jackson in a team by himself <laughs> quizzing <laughs> with Scottish football? I don't think it would be to have Leon Jackson on by himself, so who would be a good partner for Leon? Aaron. Aaron. <laughs> Who remember it? Remember the guy? Remember the big Welsh boy? He, he was up in in the final. Freddie and Roberts. Oh, is that that year? Ah, it was that was him and uh, it was him and Leon Jackson. Like, and the whole, like the, the whole, the whole, the whole of Scotland voted for Leon Jackson and won him the title. Brilliant. Aye. Well, there we are. And remember the buses? Like the buses we've got about like vote such and such. I can't believe what we're getting we're at the end of our football podcast and we're getting nostalgic about the fact of Pop Idol and all these Scottish arts it was a true sensational time to be alive oh god poor Darius R.I.P. Darius or Scottish guys hey legend Colour Blind what a song Colour Blind what a song exactly that Colour Blind what a song there's a conspiracy about Darius that Something had happened because he'd found out that Rangers are going to like stuff it for a second time. That, that was a bizarre rumor that I seen online about Darius's death. Liam Jackson killed him and he's been in hiding since. What's that? Oh, right. <laughs> Leon Jackson last one on Instagram in 2019, Aye. right? So, we're get, this is a movement now. This is find Leon Jackson <laughs> hashtag and we're getting him. Right? Okay. So, Adas, I'm not sure what you were expecting of this tonight, but this is how the podcast generally goes. Whether it's a quiz or whether it's even just a, a regular football podcast, that they like to ask the important questions. So, um, yeah, Brandon Barker's hairline, well done for your victory. Um, Thank you, mate. Maureen and Andrew, well done for the 20 teams. For the S in it, and Danny Nanas, thanks for taking part. Cheers, <laughs> mate. For, it, for the second time in 24 months, I would like to make a statement of fuck County Hearts. What <laughs> <laughs> they done wrong in your life? Well, they knocked us out of the, uh, the end of our Scottish Cup defence at the first hurdle. That that might have been partially St. Johnson's fault. I don't know. And now, and then I forgot they had an S in the name. <laughs> 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 Every other club. No, you know what free me? It's the fact that Hart, your mob on us, they don't have an S in the name. Oh, you in the premiership yeah. name, you could use Kelty right. Hart. Uh, Kel- Kelty Hart of Midlobby. Yeah. <laughs> That's officially known. Well, I'll be honest, I, I kept on counting 19 teams and then went through it, went through it, went through it. The team I missed was East Fife. Easy done. Was the one that I missed. So, yeah. Fife's basically done us both over here. Oh, <laughs> sorry, Fife. <laughs> no. No, I don't apologise to Fife. Just nuke it. Fife. <laughs> <laughs> nuke it. It's no use to anyone. 
I can officially say this will be the last podcast for us in 2023. So thanks to everybody that's took part, participated, listened, whatever. We will be back in 2024. And I think the first show of the year will be the Premiership mid-season review, which three of you, I think, we should be on. Pretty sure. I'll need to remind everybody that that's the date we've got set. So, thank you and happy football.